I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You must be a radio station, and who are we? We must be a number one song spinning all day long and over again and over again and over again and over again and over again. And over again. We know when we call in, and nothing sounds to me like stay To bring you the special message about the forecast The future's cloudy and it's raining on the poor class Wrote the pieces closed, heavy traffic on the war paths Love is balling on the budget The military says it's gonna need more cash To keep fighting for your gas Keep us in our hoods and hope we never explore past Stay inside of your half Believe the lies you learned in your class That there's no treasure in your trash And a Sealy has the same feeling that the floor has And that's where you should stay This is what they play How much they hate it, very Kiss girls like Katy Perry I'm never sprung, but I spring hurt, Jerry Don't try this at home, results may vary King like T.I., but in the chai, Larry Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back for another episode, this time with a very special guest. Yes. I, I call all our guests very special because they're very special to me. Me too. Um, but we listen to his podcast. If you uh, listen to our show, you probably already listened to his podcast. Yep. But if it's new to you, jump on board. Yeah. When we go to, uh, if you go to iTunes and search for the Black Out Tips. When our podcast comes up, up, it tells us what other podcasts yes. people are listening to. And the Hater Rising Radio Show is one of the number one podcasts that people are listening to. Yes. So uh, this is uh, where our guest today is, you know, as you can tell from the baritone tones, the dark hater. Yes. From the Hater Rising Radio Show. Say what's up to everybody, hater. Yo, what's up, everybody? Thanks for having me again. Yo, now, do you wear the Darth Vader mask in public at all? Like... <laughs> You ever, you ever use it for anything else? Oh, do we lose them? Oh, yeah. No, that that was just uh, you know, where we started off. I thought it would be funny to do that, and then uh, I guess you know, first impressions are last impressions. So everybody, like people, still send me pictures of Darth Vader, like in, in email or on my Facebook. And <laughs> I don't even, <laughs> ain't even into it like that, you know. <laughs> Cause I just picked. Trekkies coming out the woods, didn't he? Yeah, well, no, not Trekkies, girl. You got the nerves listen to our podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, right that's the wrong one. The wrong yes. one. Oh, that's Star Wars. My bad. Yeah, my, my Star bad. Wars is Darth Vader. I'm sorry. Woo. Don't yeah, shoot that's, me. That's like that's like uh, Crips and Bloods. You can't you can't do that. <laughs> Scarface, <laughs> please forgive us. <laughs> Put your lifesavers down. Put your lifesavers down. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. Don't protest. I'm not bad. Yeah, I, I was playing uh, actually downstairs before I got on the. Uh, we started doing the show. I was playing uh, the Star Wars game where you're the uh, evil apprentice of Darth Vader. Yes. Okay. Uh, I was playing that thing, and uh, it's fun to be the the dark side, man. They you can shoot lightning and shit. 
Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all it's all cooler. You know? <laughs> Everything is better. You wear black. Black is slimming. You know, I I much rather do that. Yeah, it's that yeah. you can walk around and not give a shit and just kill people for no reason. You don't have to make all these moral and ethical decisions. Exactly. That's right. The force grip is the best thing in the world. Where you just take somebody by the neck with the force, <laughs> choke them out. <laughs> like I wish I had that shit all the time. Oh, yeah, me too, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, of course. Um, if it, the Haterizer Radio Show is a podcast that is fucking hilarious, man. I yes, listened to uh, an episode not too long ago where you said if you got sponsors, what it would be like. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a walk away from the desk moment, man. I had to get my ass oh, up gosh. and walk the fuck away because yeah, I was, was laughing. Hilarious. Him and Mr. Span and Mr. Span. Was like, Shout out to the people that donate blood. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the people that pay their taxes. <laughs> yeah, that's something. Yeah, that's something that that we think about. I mean, I think that's what we all hope for when we're doing our podcast. Even if we, you know, we say we're not wishing for something like that we we want you know major sponsorship but i just can't see myself getting it just because like even if i if i sit down in front of the microphone and say okay i'm gonna have a clean show i'm not going to say anything controversial i just can't help it (laughs) so yeah we just probably won't work for me Right, you go a few minutes and then you're just like, oh man, fuck it. I know. Take your money. <laughs> I can't. I got to be me. Yes. And of yeah. course, uh, you can find uh, also the hater. You got a YouTube channel, and uh, yeah. we went out there one day and just looked at all the videos that you yes. have up, man. It's hilarious, y'all. Please do check it out. Yeah, he uh, redubbed over uh, some classic movie scenes. Yes, <laughs> the color purple. <laughs> oh, and some other classic Predator. stuff, y'all. Yes. Um, and then uh, also uh, on the YouTube channel, have you put up the Santa Claus is Coming to Die yet? Yeah, that's on a different channel. That That's for the company. It's called uh, Jam Animai. That's J-A-M-A-N-I-M-A-I. <laughs> Jam Animai. Uh, that's just animation. And uh, I'm going to be doing some more work with them in the future as well. Okay, man, because that was, that was good. That too. was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, cool. cool. Hey, yeah, yeah I thought that was fun. Yes. Yeah, and kind of deep. Um, and of course, uh, haterazi.com. That's where you go to get the podcast and to, to get all the uh, access to the YouTube videos and things like that. Uh, you can sign up to be a premium member there. Uh, I'm a premium member. And, uh, you know, I get all the premium podcasts as well as, you know, exclusive video clips and things like that. So make sure you guys do that, man. Definitely check it out. It's a worthwhile show. Yes, it is. Uh, I dare you to get the free shit and not want the, 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 the exclusive shit. You're going to want to. You're going to feel left out. You're like, damn it, he got another episode and I can't listen to it. Right. <laughs> Just skip over. He's like, apparently Something the dark happened. hater dissed some other podcaster and I don't know what the fuck happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel left out the loop. Yeah. Should have gave up that $5. Yeah, I was pretty out of line for for using that as a marketing uh, ploy, right? Nah, you gotta do. Nah, you gotta sell what you can sell in this game, man. It's like the podcasting game don't have really any rules and shit to it. Like, uh, as long as uh, as long as people are cool with me, I'm cool with them, and everything else is up to them. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, let's see here. We don't forget if you're listening to this, and I guess now is as good a time as any. Ten minutes in, that's actually pretty good for us yes. lately. 
Yeah. You listen to the Blackout Tips podcast and you can find us by going to the blackouttips.com or you can just go to uh iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, search for the Black Guy Who Tips. Uh our shit will come up. Make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. We love reviews. I read every five star review on the show. Yeah. Every single one. Five star only. Matter of fact, if you wanted to diss me, the best thing for you to do would be to write a five star review. And just diss the shit out of me while giving me five stars. Because I would read that. Me too. I just care about the five stars. That's I don't right. even fuck what you think. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all should do that, man. Um, And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. And Hater Rossi, he's on Twitter. Uh, the Dark Hater. Just go to uh, at Hater Rossi. H-A-T-E-R-A-Z-Z-I. And, uh, he, he, and, and you were talking about the iTunes reviews. <clears throat> That's that's like slander with a smile. Yeah, exactly. You give me five stars, it's like calling me a nigga to my face, but you giving me a tip at the same time. You know okay, what I'm saying? I like, can deal with that. Here's a twenty dollar tip, nigga. And you're like, oh man. <laughs> hey, nigga, <laughs> take your is it, And isn't it like pulling teeth to get your listeners to just write a review on the hater? Oh, I'm sorry, on the uh, the, the iTunes it version is. of the show. It is, man. I think it's because uh, partially people, you know, they like your show, they care so much. Sometimes I think they don't know what to write. You know what I mean? It's like when you go to sit down, uh, and and I, I always take it for granted, and I'm sure you do too, because we're content producers by nature. Yeah. So I take it for granted that shit, leaving a review is like the easiest thing you can do. But yeah, uh, right. To them, they're probably sitting up there like, man, what the fuck do I say? Why do I love this show? I don't, you know. Yeah, you just say, I, I love it. Be in. I mean, you ain't got to be detailed about it yeah because we actually have more rankings than reviews like five star rating but no reviews so yeah yeah give us a review please do guys yeah me too (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. and in fact we better be sure we gave him oh i I did okay i'm about to say you better yeah you did and now i'm trying to i'm sitting here trying to think like damn have i even written in a review yeah you did yes yes (laughs) okay um and of course um you can always email the show the black guy black guy who tips at gmail.com call the show 704-557-0186 leave us a voicemail um we respond to those on saturdays uh this saturday was a really good feedback show yes it was thank you to everybody that participated and uh the people who donated of course uh on the site now we even have recurring donations where you can just set it Forget it. it, and it comes out monthly. Yes, um, and we already got a person that signed up for that. And, Thank you, know, you. There's all kinds of denominations. You go in there and you pick it out. I think the lowest is five dollars a month, which is uh, I think pretty low. I do know. too. Um, and uh, also the uh, forums. You can, we have our own forums now. Mm-hmm. I see people are participating. Yeah. Um, some of the shit you guys started in there is hilarious with the whole. Uh, Man laws. Yes. Like <laughs> I think we have to like 50 or 60 now. Yeah, a lot of these man laws I'm starting to notice are becoming the how not to be gay laws. I, I think there's a lot more to being a man than just not being gay. <laughs> like, never look a barber in the eyes when he's cutting your mustache. Like, uh, uh, I think I think changing the tire helps too, you know. Um, and uh, of course, the official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball. Bullet ball extreme. extreme. Uh, (laughs) You knew knew I was going to jump in on that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what's cool, man? And I hope this works out. Oh, my God, man. I I don't even want to think about if it works out, but I'm hoping it does. I found the inventor of bullet ball 
on Facebook. You did? And I, I tried to add him as a friend. Now, this nigga only has 47 friends, which is sad. <laughs> I assumed that just that YouTube infamy would give him uh, millions of I friends. I said, we can get his friends up. <laughs> so, it's one of two scenarios. Either he's getting tons of requests and he just declines them because he's like, nigga, I don't know you. You just want to okay. pick on me. Or... He's actually uh, just not popular, man. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, it's funny how, how, you know, a lot of stuff goes viral and it means nothing. (laughs) You know? Mm. Uh, Like, you know, I I have have a a video that went viral on my YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's at one point something million views. But I don't have nowhere near that many subscribers. So there's people who just watch the video and they they don't think anything else about you after that. Mm. So you could be a victim of that. Well, I, I, I'm trying to find him because I want him to come on the show. If I can get this nigga on the show. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, man. Yes. I got to get, I want to get Mark Griffin on here. Yes, we got yeah. I'm going to send him a message, man. Hopefully, he won't try to come at us for no money. That's why I say the unofficial sport. You know what I'm saying? That's man? right, unofficial. <laughs> Niggas ain't dumb. Hey, you know what? Hey, while it's on my mind, let, I'm, I'm going to let you guys know what, what I'm organizing right now. I want to organize a pop culture uh trivia tournament amongst podcasters so i'll have you guys go up against uh you know phenom black and them okay you know then then they'll go up against chonilla you know and then they'll go you know and it just get all like it's a battle of the podcast to see who's more knowledgeable in senseless pop culture <laughs> finally this, this this knowledge can do something i for know us. right <laughs> standing all the righteousness will help yeah <laughs> yeah i had i had sean lewin i had sean lewin from the um self-indulgent podcast on my last episode and he didn't know i i gave him all questions that were way out of his age range so <laughs> you know, i asked him about breaking the movie breaking he was like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> Well, I do. You better Netflix yeah. stream that shit, <laughs> dog. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going I'm to be contacting you about that because I'm, I'm going to do that soon. All right. All right. We're thank you. He's going to maybe go back and watch some old movies now. Yeah. He might <laughs> mess around and hit us with some Sinatra questions. I know. Yeah. I don't know, know what I'm going to. Yeah. Like, you don't know what I'm going to hit you with. It's, it might be music. It might be film. It might be, you know, but it's all, you know, it'd be fairly easy. We'll, we'll uh-huh. see what's up. Cool, I can't wait. Um and of course this episode is sponsored. Cool. And that's always a good a good thing because our sponsors don't give a fuck about censorship. No. So we can keep doing our thing. That's right. I think that's the only stipulation of sponsoring this show. That's right. Yeah, it has to be, right? Right. <laughs> it's like the second they start being like you need to change shit, I'm gonna be like, I don't know if this is working yeah. out. Yeah. Keep this we money. might not be friends. Yeah. Uh but uh Shadow Dog Productions is sponsoring us. Um Shadow Dog Productions is a full service entertainment production company besides audio plays. They also produce short films, feature films, commercials, comedy skits, and music videos. And they can work. Now, look, if Rebecca Black can have a music video, come on, <laughs> come on, come on, come on. You can Ain't that the Monday, Tuesday, do. Wednesday, Thursday, girl? Uh, Friday, I believe, is the oh, day. Friday, I don't, I don't Friday, even think you girl? mentioned the one day that the song is named after. What's <laughs> <laughs> the days of the week? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Friday, or as I like to call it, a tribute to uh, white culture and xenophobism. <laughs> Ain't no niggas right. that video. <laughs> no. Real talk. No. Where are the Asians? <laughs> <laughs> the no. Aryan nation loved that video. Like, what okay. the fuck is that shit? They 
white utopia of suburbs. Said that yes, we are the only one that loves Fridays and loves to ride in our cars sitting on the back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel sorry for that girl. Oh, me too, man. I mean, the sad thing is she don't have any talent. You know what I'm oh, saying? She can't sing where she. But uh, you know, she did somehow get uh, at least five digit production budget in yeah, her video. Did. I don't know. It was her parents. Like, it had to be uh, yeah, something, right? right? Oh, it was. Her, oh, it was. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, you know, Warner Brothers ain't gonna finance no bullshit like that. But then again, who <laughs> knows these days? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and uh, yeah, I want I want to talk about that a little bit. But go ahead and finish your okay. sponsorship deal. I, I, I don't want to curtail that. Oh yeah, no, no problem, problem, man. Um, they can work with any budget level and even barter services. Now, where are you gonna find a deal like that from a reputable company? You can't go to uh singular and be like, hey man, so this bill, y'all got some dishes y'all need done or like, you know, I got some the trash I can take out. <laughs> I got a car detailing service. <laughs> what up with half this power on this power bill? You I can't know. do that. I, I worked the flow for half my uh bill to be cut in half. Right. Shadow dog will work with your ass. Yes, sir. Anyway, um, so if you're a singer or a musical group that is too broke to pay for a music video. But you have great music, and you can let us use it for our purposes. We can work something out. Hey. I'm all about the hookup. That's right. That's why I fucks with Dex. Me too. But, um, yeah, seriously, man, think about that, man. You're an artist. Maybe you're struggling. You are, you got good music. I, I Actually, one of the things I like about the Haterazzi radio show is you hear tons, tons of good music from new artists that you probably never heard of. And Yeah. That might be looking for some type of outlet. That might be willing to step out to like the Shadow Dog Productions and say, "Look, maybe y'all need some voice talent. I need a video." That's right. Let's it's, help each other. It's a win-win. Right. So you can follow them on Twitter uh, at Shadow Dog Prod P R O D and um, no spaces and everything. But um, I follow Shadow Dog Productions and uh, I actually was following him. I think before he sponsored the show, but that motherfucker is funny. Ain't he though? Uh, and I think on the real, I think yes. he might have a little obsession with pie. He does. He loves pie as much as I love sleep. We have talked. We have discussed this matter. <laughs> we are on the same loving level. Yes. yes, we are. He loves him some pie, man. Um, and uh, I always talk. I I, 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 I follow his timeline. He's always saying some funny shit. Um, and he also has a YouTube channel, uh, Shadow Dog Production. No S. Shadow Dog Production. So just go to uh, YouTube.com slash user Shadow Dog Production. And of course, this will be up on the website in case you guys want to check it out. And don't forget the website is ShadowDogProductions.com. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, what do you want to say, Hater Rossi, uh, Dr. Mr. Well, Dark Hater? Yeah, well, you know, I, I was having an ar- argument with a young lady earlier today about Rebecca Black. And she thinks the girl is talented. Like oh. you know, she, she thinks there's hope no, for this girl, and you know, we live in a society now where you don't, you know, you don't need talent anymore to be famous. Like, how many people people are famous right now for absolutely nothing for the first time in history? You know, for, from the Kardashians to the Hiltons, <laughs> you know, they're famous for nothing, like rock star famous. And nice. the damage this does is you have a bunch of kids out there. Who are watching reality show television? They're they're watching. They're, they're seeing videos like this go viral, all for the wrong reasons. People watch these shows because they like to see a train wreck. They listen to this music because it makes them feel better about themselves. Yet these kids see that, and they say, "Hey, you know what? Fuck school. <laughs> you know, I can make it too." 
And so now you have kids who are throwing away any other option in life to pursue hip hop, to pursue singing, to pursue acting when they're not in the least bit talented. You yeah, know, even so. uh, even that girl. I don't know if you saw this video, but the girl who went on YouTube and was giving her rant about Asians in the library at her college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even that chick, there's a subliminally, she's just trying to get famous. She's just yeah, throwing shit it. at the wall. Yeah, she's an attention whore, like no doubt. Uh, and Ian, yeah, definitely looking. I the only thing is, I, I think a lot of these people they do stuff on the internet, thinking that it, you know, it's just gonna make a few of their friends laugh, maybe make a few people on campus laugh, and then it ends up going viral. And now, you know, she probably can't leave her house. But she she could not have known that that fucking earthquake and that uh, <laughs> she could not have known about the earthquake and the tsunami, dude. There was no way she knew them shits was gonna happen at the, was happening at the same time that she was putting that video up, or she no, wouldn't she have did. done that. No, because she said, doesn't she say something like, "Okay, so you're talking about the tsunami, whatever, do it outside." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this oh, bitch is fine. yeah." She she had no idea the impact of that shit, like, because clearly, like, motherfuckers was on YouTube, like, "No, this bitch didn't." Like, <laughs> like everybody had the same thought, like, "Send this yeah. to your mama." Yeah. It was like that. It was like that Ethiopian girl a couple of months ago who was dissing American black women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing with her. Like yeah. there's so many response videos on YouTube just to her. Like she couldn't have foreseen that. And I had uh, some nigga left a uh, a video on our youth on our Facebook page because I, I allow our listeners to post things because I'm constantly editing the page. So if something is offensive or ridiculous, I just delete it and block the person and spam or whatever. But um, this guy posted a video that was about black people not tipping, but he was African. And he was trying to make this huge distinction between, well, you know, when waiters see African people, they know that they're going to tip. So it's different than when they just see a normal ass black person. And I'm sitting up here like, nigga, I was a waiter. Don't nobody know that shit. Mm-hmm. I've never we been like, oh, wait a minute. Like, oh, I'm so I, sorry to inform exactly. you. I've never sat. I've, I've had those conversations with waiters and waitresses where they're like, oh, here comes a black table. Mm-hmm. You want to take yeah. this one, Rod? Yeah. Not once were they like, hold on, let me see if they from Nigeria or Libya or Nicaragua. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me see what kind of dark person this is. Yeah. Maybe they from another place other than America. Yeah, real talk. Yeah, you know, when I, I used to work in a strip club, and you know what's really fucked up is I, I would I, I'd see brothers come in, I'd be like, man, this nigga ain't gonna tip, I ain't fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was so. So you used to strip, man? No, no, no. I was like, he used to work there. Well, I, I'm no, I'll, fuck, I'll fuck with him. No, for the record. <laughs> And brothers don't tip. <laughs> oh, say, hey, say that again, because on our side it broke up for a second. Say that again. for the record. What happened? Oh, I was saying I, I was a close-up magician, and I would work the clubs, you know. So that that was my capacity in the strip club. Okay. Okay. And, and I used to be a bathroom attendant. And I used to mop up piss. Oh, oh man! Oh, what a job. that's the worst. Hey, that shit. That's the best money I ever made in a regular nine to five. What? <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is unbelievable. Oh yeah, man. Dude, let me tell you something. Like a lot of people don't know, in the strip clubs, the, the first of all, the most connected person in any strip club is the bathroom dude. He can tell you who does what. Who he every because er, first of all, every dude in there has to come and see him. 
right. you know, and, and so he knows that we're constantly scoping out watches. We're constantly scoping out shoes, belts, we, who pulls out a wad of money so we can go out and let the floor guys and the girls know that dude right there's got money. That dude right there didn't wash his hands. That dude, you know, and, and the bathroom guy makes a lot of money. Mm, okay. 500 a night, easy. Shit. Ooh, I will be cleaning the bathrooms too. <laughs> I bring my own cleaning supplies for that. Yeah, I, never, I never know what to do with the bathroom, dude, because I don't know bathroom protocol because I don't club that much, man. Like, I'm always <laughs> surprised when I go somewhere and there's a dude in the bathroom. I'm like, what, what the fuck is this? I was not prepared for this. Can we get a sign on the door or something on the menu to tell me I need a couple extra dollars of change for my man? Yes, and it's very confusing yeah. for the women, too, because, like I say, you walk in there, and then the first time it happened, I was asking ask the lady, why are you in here? Was there a reason that you're staying Are you okay? Yeah, that's what I want to ask. I was like, are you going anywhere? And then she wanted to, like, uh, put soap in my hands. I was like, am I supposed to step this? Is, is this normal? Oh, uh, so, yeah. so what's the protocol, Dark yes. Because if I asshole... Like, I went to a sports bar one time, right? And most uh-huh. sports bars do not have anyone in the bathroom. No, right? they can give a damn. Yeah, this was the first yeah. time I saw this shit. So I go in to take a piss, and I see this brother in there just chilling. And I'm like, you know, while I'm taking my piss, I'm like, I think this dude is working. So I, I, go, I go to wash my hands, and he tries to offer me some real fancy soap. And I was like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. I take the cheap soap. Uh, yeah, charge me for this. Uh, no, I used what the what the I used the soap that the bat that they had over the sink already. Okay. And I, he tried to hand me a towel or a napkin or something. I was like, oh, I got I got this. I'm gonna yeah. towel myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gave him the yeah. head now and I walked out. But I didn't know was I asshole for but not nice. accepting it or not tipping. Like, how does that work? Well, you, you, first of all, you got to understand why he or she is there. Um. Uh, it's the difference between using a bathroom, a clean bathroom, and a, a rest stop bathroom. You know, his job is he's constantly going behind people, splattering piss, people throw up, uh, or worse, people, you know, maybe in there using drugs, you know. Uh, you, you know, th- their job is, is to make sure that your, your pissing experience <laughs> is <laughs> a little wonderful. bit more sanitary. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, we've all been to bathrooms where you don't want to touch, you don't even want to touch the faucet, so you don't even wash your hands because you're like, ugh. You know, his job is to make sure that all that stuff stays, you know, good, so you feel comfortable in there. Um, and and he's and he's also there for the establishment to make sure nobody's in there using or selling drugs, no one's having sex in the bathrooms or you know dying in the bathrooms, you know. So he kind of serves, uh, uh, you know. A purpose and a dollar, you know, if you just give them a dollar, if you're going to be there for a while and you're going to be pissing, you know, just let them know as soon as you go in there and say, look, man, all I got is three dollars for the whole night. We good. And usually he'll be cool. That's all he's expecting is a dollar. Now, those guys that come in there and give 20s, hundreds just because they're balling like that. But um, we understand when somebody comes in and says, you know, it's just like any other job that relies on tipping. If if you make it clear, like, look, you know what? I didn't know you were going to be here, man. Let me get some change. When I come back, I'm going to hook you up. Okay. We never believe that. But when you do come and hook them up, even if it's one dollar, we're like, you know what? That's cool, man. And, and we understand that you're not going to tip anymore for the rest of the night. And, and you don't have to have that apprehension when you go in there later. Okay. <laughs> you know. Cool, man. I'm glad I learned that. Shit, people need to know that. Because yes. I've never heard anyone talk yes. about that ever. And if that's the case, I wish all other places had. Because some bathrooms are so nasty that I don't have a penis. But at times, I wish I could just whip it out and tinkle. Because my <laughs> ass is like, oh, this shit is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so I mean, you imagine having to clean up after hundreds of people. 
you know, in the worst way, in the worst condition, that dude deserves at least a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that could be worse than that is, you know, working on the Rebecca Black set when you got to film that video. <laughs> I know. And, and while we were talking about that, I think uh, back to what Hater Rossi was saying, I think that people have gotten to image. Like if you look a certain way, they can make you into whatever they want you to be. And the thing also, I know you're into music. The thing that I've realized about not all music, but a lot of music that makes it kind of suck nowadays. Nobody has a musical background. Nobody can play instruments. Nobody can read music. Like nobody has this. Um, no classical training. Yeah, like nothing yeah. like that. Where you actually taught the basics and foundation of music. So I realized that too. And also nowadays producers can make anybody sound wonderful. All they do is tweak you around. Yeah, they auto tune the shit out of Rebecca Black. Yes, they did. Honestly, yeah. her looks aren't even that appealing. So no, I don't even think not. it was a looks thing for her because. No, her parents just had money. They had right. money. She wanted to do something and they, they had the, the money to, to pay for the production to make it at least look uh, reasonable. Um, but back to what you were saying about uh, you know about the, the classical training and whatnot this is exactly why the general public has absolutely no respect for music they don't mind downloading it they don't mind stealing it because it's it's, it's bullshit you know um, and you're right image it's all about image now and, well it's like you said on your show man you said uh, uh, video killed the radio star and the internet killed the talented star yeah that's yeah. true now it's hey really sad you know what else is crazy to me though it's like I, I don't get how you take a chick like that that obviously average looking her parents put some money behind her what happened to just giving them a sweet 16 on MTV <laughs> what happened to that I like to judge spoiled kids on that show more than I like seeing a Rebecca Black video yes and for somebody to say this bitch can sing what's wrong with you she's terrible man she's not even doing real singing she's doing no. that talk singing which she's I like do that. 7 a.m. and I'm waking up and I'm running on downstairs. Hey, Everybody's hey, in the house. Hey, hey, like it's not, it's not really singing. You know? Should I, I sit in the front seat? Should I sit in the back seat? Hey, I'm sitting in the back seat. Like, hey. oh yeah. yeah and the, yeah. the sad thing is that she didn't write that shit. That was Hell the saddest no. part. Like they showed actual people that own the production company wrote that bullshit. So that means some 40 year old adult is writing. It's Friday. It's Friday. Yes, and yeah. I, that, her lyrics weren't even deep. They weren't challenging. I mean, then no, I mean, I thought she wrote them. Like she's, I mean, no offense, to her, but she looks a little downsy. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe something's wrong with her. And then when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is good for her. You know, like showing people that you can do shit even if you are a handicap or have some type of affliction. Then I figured, then I realized she was a regular ass white girl. And I was like, who the fuck did this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, but that's where we're headed, you know, that, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's not just her, you know, there's so, there's so many horrible music videos on the internet. And it's good in one hand because now artists are able to take their, you know, their, their careers into their own hands and have a chance at making something happen. Um, but, what it's really doing, the damage it's doing is it's flooding the marketplace where real talented people now have to compete with someone who's done half the work. You know, the way I see it, if you're going to do something and you plan on making a living at it, be a professional, right? Yeah. If you went to a dentist and you were like, hey, my molar hurts, and he's like, what's a molar? He'd be like, all right, next, I'm going to another dentist. <laughs> and, you know, so, so it's like, why would you, you know, trust your, your your musical music entertainment from someone just as stupid. Yeah, you know? it's like, 
And they'd be like, they'd be like, yeah, I want you to sing in a B flat. B what? A B? No, no, no. You got to go. You got to go. <laughs> What's up, exactly. exactly. Oh, well, just speaking of, I got, I got random thoughts here too. I know people probably just think you just bullshitting. But, um, <laughs> 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 that's my fault, y'all. My fault, y'all. No, no you just start the random thoughts off. Yeah, that's this is all random. It's cool. Um. One of the things I was talking to Dex at Shadow Dog Productions about on uh, Twitter, uh, he had a child actress in his movie Trim Reaper, mm-hmm. uh, and you know the joke was she looked way too young to be at this dating, uh, you know this 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 dating meetup thing where you switch, yes. you know, do speed dating, and uh, turns out she really was a young actress that they had hired and stuff. And, um, you know, I see uh, these, like, certain TV shows and stuff. You see, like, they have young kids doing things in, 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 in movies and TVs and commercials where you're like, I don't think a child should be doing that, you know. And he was telling me, like, it's normally just the parents, you know, that the parents want the kids to be there. You know, the parents aren't necessarily good parents. Yes. Yeah. So um I was thinking like has he ever casted a child actor to do some shit for the sake of comedy and then had to be disgusted with the parents, you know, like oh, I want your infant to dance on this strip pole. Is that okay with you? Sure, no problem. You disgust me. <laughs> huh? <Yeah>. What? <laughs> yeah. It's terrible, man. Yeah, they um I I feel that kind of that way about uh Willow Smith. You know, oh, even though they're not doing anything too out of line, but I don't like the fact that they put Nicki Minaj on that song and she's talking about grabbing her crotch. And I'm like, come on, this is for 12 year old girls. Yeah, you know, and as a father, I don't appreciate that shit. Man, I agree. <laughs> I, I looked at, uh, I was looking at, or listening to that uh, remix or whatever they did, and I'm like, first of all, why Nicki Minaj? Yes. Why yeah. Nicki Minaj? There's actual, I, and I know, you know, I don't want to get off too far on a tangent, but listen, man. You are your own radio. It's like um, it's like that Lupe Fiasco song, State Run Radio. Um, yeah. When he says, you must be a number one station and we must be a number one song playing all, all day long over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't take your own responsibility of your listening and pick your own shit, you're going to end up listening to this kind of shit. Yeah. You know, and, and it's sad that we've gotten to the point where you immediately think okay we have a little girl she needs uh we want to do a little remix we want to put a rapper on her song the first and only place we can go to to find a female is Nicki fucking minaj the most vile gross <laughs> you know uh, over just vulgar woman in the game like you there's a rhapsody uh gene gray yeah. uh, there's so many r- women with more talent and a better better skills but they know that what, what, she will move albums she will make right them. right but those yeah, people would have been responsible but see even more than that willow's in a lane all her own like i mean she's she's already destined to have an audience because of who she is and because that song was so big they could have got an unknown rapper and had the same effect yeah, you know, yeah I, I, I really believe that true. they could have actually got the rapper from the rebecca black video to be <laughs> oh yeah, that shit good. The one with the green screen. What the fuck the was that forty-year-old man doing in a video yeah, with a thirteen-year-old yeah, no, girl? Yeah, I, I want. I want to bring that up earlier. His career is done. Oh, to catch a predator, <laughs> motherfucker! What? Chris, I don't think was missing was Chris Hansen in the back of that SUV talking about I have a seat over here. Yes, with his iced tea. Yeah, that was <laughs> disgusting. Anyway, I'm so, sorry. Dude, dude, probably you know the cool black dude that works at the office with her father and he was like hey this guy he's a rapper put him in your video <laughs> it was the 
most generic rap too of all time. It's just like, hey, it's Friday, and everybody likes Fridays. <laughs> it's like, hey, get down with me, baby. The only thing he missed at the end of that rap was a ha ha ha. <laughs> that was the only thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like a drink on that side. Yeah, yeah. Well, check it out, y'all. A one, two. Oh, so sad, man. Anyway, just stop beatboxing. Um, so I took a shower uh, before we did the show because yes, I, I was coming from playing basketball, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I like one thing that I like about having a woman in the house is that I can own a loofah, and everybody just assumes it's Karen's. <laughs> and, and, I, and I don't even use it. Them shits work. They yeah. they exfoliate. Yes, they. Yeah, do. I use I use a loofah as well. Yeah, man, it's nice. Like you know, if you have a woman in the house, you know, maybe it's your daughter, maybe it's your roommate, maybe it's uh, your girl. You know, you can have nice things that maybe a dude would judge against a man law or something like that. But nobody got to know. No, I take responsibility of it. No, I don't use it. Yeah, I love it, man. And I was using uh, the Irish Spring, spring uh, Cooling Relief uh, yeah. gel, mm-hmm. um, the soap, or I guess whatever. It's like liquid soap. Mm-hmm. Let me yeah. tell you something. That stuff feels good on your balls, man. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what is in that shit. But it works. Yeah, it's like it's designed for balls. It doesn't. Even, the rest of your body just feels okay. Balls is like, oh man, oh you're scrubbing me good. Son. Yeah, it's like I gotta figure some way to work this into my sex routine. This, this shit is awesome. I think you, I think you better read the ingredients on that because uh, <laughs> I don't know about that one. Are you saying it, it shouldn't be sparkling and glowing in the dark? Are you saying that there no. might be chemicals in there? Yes. Well, no. If, if the only part of your body that is singles out. <laughs> Hey, you know, maybe next time I'll just try a little bit on my nipples and see what happens. See what happens, yeah. Maybe it's erogenous zone. Yeah, flip, flip it over. It might say sperm release on there somewhere. It might not let you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. But I was, I was in, I've been thinking about it for a long time. I was like, well, maybe somebody else out there listening to the show has had this experience, but I'm never going back to Dub. Fuck that. <laughs> now, I'm out of the dub game, baby. I'm talking about that Irish Spring Cool Release. And he makes me want to use the loofah, but every time I use it, I'm like, ew, I want to smell like a man. Yeah, you can't use it now. We no. to get, now, see, if we get two loofahs, you'll just ruin my whole shit. Yeah, everybody know I'm using one, too. No, they just say I scroll twice as hard. <laughs> like, That's all. I got lady parts. Lady parts need scrubbing. Why is it that men have, as men, we have to accept like a level of cleanliness that is like more gruff and angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we have to use lava soap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I wash myself with rocks, nigga. I wake up hard <laughs> in the morning. I'm, I'm mad. I hate the word. So I'm a man, nigga. I'm too. Just how I do, baby. Yeah, I hurt to wash myself. <laughs> well, see, it's the difference. Because when you got women, you got a lot of other stuff going on there that you got to be gentle with. You can't be rough on that. I guess, man. But I don't know. Sometimes a nigga just want to lay on a soft couch cushion and not feel like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind. I can't. Here's my gay product use. Um, I shave with, with a product called Skintiment. And it is pink. <laughs> But now, why they had to name the shit that, man? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's great. It's a great shaving cream. It's, a, it's great shaving cream, but it's pink. Right? It is wrong, man. Now they, you know, they could have came out with like a dark black version or a green and, version and name that, name that shit. You know, something something more uh, 
more angry like a skindictive or some shit or <laughs> skindication. You like, oh, give me that shit. Smacking on my skin. Yeah. I'm hard, nigga. Like, I hate. You're a man. You gotta be hard all the time. I know, I know right? <laughs> I feel bad for y'all. Can't even be in the shower whistling and singing, singing uh, Runaway Love by Justin Bieber or nothing. People, people judge you and shit. Um, yeah. That's one advantage about being a woman. Uh, um, <laughs> so we, uh, you know, I'm kind of glad people are complaining about this economy and shit, but uh, I, I'm kind of glad about the economy a little bit because um, we uh, went to this sushi restaurant the other day, mm-hmm. and when the economy was doing good and they were brand new and they were open, they were racist to us. Yes, they were. <laughs> they were racist yes, as shit. As hell. We had one in there eight one time, me and Roderick. Not even eight. We no, went no. to eat. We went to eat. And I think they may have it, this. They may have bought water and then never came back to the table. And there were seven people all around us, like nobody ever came back. And the funny part about it is that another brother came in for his pickup order. I don't know if you yeah, remember. I remember that. another brother came in for his pickup order, and he sat there and watched us, watch them run around us. Yeah, he, wow. like it was like he shamed us into leaving because he looked at us like y'all niggas gonna take this, and I was like. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> yes, we gotta get out of here. And the, well, the worst part, dude, they was sitting in the back. You know how they had those kitchens where you have like the little window in the yeah. kitchen so that people don't run into each other. Mm-hmm. They were looking out the window at us. Yes. <laughs> wow. I'm watching these motherfuckers stand around and look at us like, are oh, they have they left yet? Have they left yet? And maybe it's my fault for wearing jogging pants, but my money spends like any money. And if That's I was white with jogging pants, they would have been cool with the shit. Yeah, I told and I told Roger we went to go try them again. I told Roger they do that shit again. I'm bringing out shop, and I don't got no time for this bullshit. <laughs> so we uh we went back. You know the economy's doing bad now, and that shit happened like five six years ago. ago. So we go back, and um you know finally because it's right up the street. It's, we love yeah. sushi. Yes, we it's do. so convenient. It's right up the street. I was like, fuck it, let's go back and see what happens. Empty than a motherfucker. Yes, it uh-huh. was. <laughs> On like a Friday night, too. Just empty as yes. shit. Yes. And like one white family in there and us. And we came, got a good seat by the TV. She was real <laughs> nice to us and shit. Yes. You know, I did have I on. Checked um, on us. Yeah, I did have on some different. I had on shorts this time instead of jogging pants, but still, uh, yeah. you know, I wasn't dressed up, if, if people are wondering. Um, and she served the shit out of us. I yeah. even gave her a big tip because maybe she wasn't working there when that shit yes. happened. Yes, and and I, in my opinion, they went from racist to a hint of racism. <laughs> they are not out of the range yet. Well, you would know. You would know. Okay. They, I'm sorry. They are not out of the range yet because me and Roger, we go out to eat and we love it. And people know that if we love to go to your restaurant, we will go back and back. We even have some sushi places where uh, we went to this uh, one sushi place and a new girl came up and one of the girls who normally always serve her she looked in front of my face she said no I got them I got them you go on to the back I got them I thought well damn she won't be sure we don't get pissed we tell that's what's up yeah yeah that that, that tipping goes a long way you know here in Vegas uh, you know everybody thinks that you know, when you come here everybody's so nice to you and you hear that from people. Oh, everybody in Vegas is so nice. We're, we're not really that nice. We don't like you, um, but we, we we rely on your tips, Ooh. and <laughs> you know, and we talk shit about you in the back. Trust me, <laughs> you know. And everybody here hates everybody. It, it, it's just like anywhere else. It's just we we've learned to fake it until we make it. Now, do you ever worry about um, 
being in Vegas. Uh-huh. When you meet a chick, do you have a word if she's been in the prostitution game? Since it's like uh-huh. allowed over there and shit. No, it's not allowed. It's uh, it's abundant, but it, it's not it's not legal uh, in in Las Vegas. But no, no. Once you live here for a while, plus you know a lot of my uncles were pimps, so I I, I can I scope the game like right away. I already know she has whole tendencies. Oh, okay. okay. All right, good. Cause I need to I might need to warn some of my friends. They about to go there for a bachelor party, and I don't think okay. They know what's this. going on. Tell them this when they're in the casino, all right. And they see uh, an incredibly beautiful girl by herself or two, uh, two together. They're more than likely working. Not all the time, though. Mm-hmm. But if you see a girl walking through the casino like she's on her phone, they, that's how they do. They walk fast. They keep their eyes down and they help. They hold their phone up to their ear. That way, they you know because they think they're fooling security and you know and everybody who's going to try to kick them out of there. But okay. yeah, just tell them to be careful, man, because these, these girls out here get you. Yeah. You know, if you don't know what you're walking into, they they rely on tourists to come here who don't know the game, and next you know you wake up in the back alley somewhere with his pants down <laughs> <laughs> and no money. Yeah, I worry about them dudes, man. They was sounding a little hyped about that shit. Hopefully they don't do any of that shit. But um, <clears throat> all right, another random thought I had, man. We had a work meeting the other day. And I go in, and as soon as they say we have a meeting that day, I just start being like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what is this going to be? Is this going to be some bad shit? And I think, is is it natural for everybody to assume that every work meeting is fucked up? Because we get in there, and nothing was wrong, man. Like, I, I hadn't been fucking up. I didn't have any infractions that I knew of. There was nothing, you know, my work ethic, you know, everything was straight. I hadn't been running to work late and shit. So I wasn't like I was sitting around like, oh, they gonna single me out. I was just thinking like maybe it's some new shit I never heard of. And we get in there and they offered us free lunch. <laughs> like, I'm, I'll pay for your lunch Thursday. And I was sitting up here like, why the fuck was I so angry? I was like, these motherfuckers, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. I, I think that's a human thing. I think that's a human thing. It's kind of like when your girl says, we have to talk. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> She might just want to talk about, you know, the weather or something, but you just assume, like, okay, she's she about to say some fucked up shit. <laughs> or, or like when your parents call you by your full name. You're like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roderick, uh, congratulations on graduating. Uh, oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> exactly. um, now, are you, I don't know, did you grow up in the comic books at all, uh, Dark Hater, or... Uh, you know what? Um, yeah, kinda, kinda. I, I was a Spider-Man buff. Uh, I was into it more for the art than I was for the story. Okay. So, yeah, but I know a little bit. All right. Well, um, this occurred to me because I was watching the Batman animated series, uh, the good one, the the first one. Yeah. yeah. That was the shit. Like the one where where it had that dark, melodious music that used to start it off and. You see the shadows, you see him beating down some criminals and shit. Yeah. Um, the one you used to come on WB? Yeah, you used to come on WB. And the thought I had was, um, how come Batman can beat up people to the edge of death? And it does, like it doesn't matter what the fuck the infraction is. <laughs> like it could be the Joker or it could be a nigga that stole some TVs. Like, nothing, <laughs> like you catch the same ass with it every time from Batman. And like are are there a litany of criminals? that have like post concussion syndrome and like brain damage and shit in Gotham. I don't know what well, he's equal opportunity to ask for. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Like how like if put it put the shoe on the other foot. If there was a criminal going around beating the shit out of people, but he's like, I don't kill people. I just beat the shit out of them. 
Batman would yeah. still have to take him down. Yes. But somehow it's okay for Batman to beat the shit out of people on a regular basis. And now I'm not against it. No, for, for the regular, you beat no like, criminals. Oh, nigga, you jaywalking? I got to beat the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that stuff, Tyler? Like, has he ever been wrong? Like, has he ever beat the shit out of somebody and been like, "Oh, wait a minute, is this apartment two four seven or is this apartment <laughs> or is this apartment two seven four? Oh shit, my bad, player. My night goggles are wrong. Yeah, I had Bruce Wayne come by and uh, hook you up with some dental insurance. I'm sorry about them teeth. <laughs> now you know, uh, but now here goes some nerdy trivia for you. Um, when when that was created, he would he would actually kill criminals. Damn! Like he was he was like a, a the straight up just you know uh, vigilante like crazy, but you know they had to make it more appealing <laughs> to children. But originally he was supposed to be just like a straight up like Dexter on on that TV show. Damn! Wow. I like Batman because to me he's interesting because he has a code. But uh, I, I really like his cast of rogues. Like his his villains are the coolest, man. Like uh, all yeah. the villains, you know, and all the, the other, you know, the other heroes and shit. Batman had the coolest villains, man. Yes, and I, and I know this is really cliche, but my favorite villain has got to be the Joker because he says that the most terriblest jokes at the most worst time but them shits be funny like somebody's about to jump off a bridge and he be like I want just to just push him off the bridge why cause I can bitch just kick him off the boat and you're like why did you do that Right. they're gonna die yeah you know what used to piss me off in in the old comic books and cartoons was okay the, the, uh, the nemesis or the bad guy would have the the hero tied up Right, one button push away from destroying the hero, but he always got to talk to him and fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then the hero end up getting loose and then fucking him. I'm like, why you ain't just kill him? Why you got to stand talk? Yeah, kill him. <laughs> that was because you know, I, I was I was always like that. I'd be voting for the bad guys and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like a- the only reason why there's a hero is because this dude exists. So, you know. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Like that was the one cliche that I'm glad that uh the older like the more current movies and, and uh tv shows have gotten away from because yeah that used to kill me especially on the old batman show i don't know if people remember this and i'm probably dating myself but the old adam west batman oh yeah man them niggas never first of all what happened to a gun them niggas with the pow and the pang and the punch to pop up yeah but screen. i'm saying the criminals what happened to a gun like a fucking Bullet. No, Put a bullet in his ass. That was before Batman had Kevlar and shit. Put a bullet <laughs> in this motherfucker. They, it's like they like they knock out Batman through after he beats up twenty seven dudes that don't have health insurance. You you, you fight you fight this motherfucker. You, you finally get him through a war of attrition. You tie his ass up and then you put him in like a pinball machine that's slowly filling up with water. Like what the fuck, man? Shoot this nigga. Shoot exactly. This. Yeah. And take his mask off. Yeah, nobody yeah. else wants to do that. Let's find out who the hell he is. Uh, exactly. Oh, my God. oh, that's terrible. This nigga sitting here unconscious, and y'all sitting up here like, all right, man, now go set up the pinball machine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then he starts giving him the the, um, the speech about how he's going to take over the world and how, right. like, kill this motherfucker. <laughs> what happened to him? the bank we was robbing? 
What happened to that shit? <laughs> like, a henchman never stepped up and was like, boss, look, hey, hey, Riddler, I know you gotta say your shit, but, um, are we still robbing this bank or not? That's what I wanna know. I didn't sign up for the speeches, nigga. Yes, Anyway, man. Um, uh, that was pre-Twitter. You know what I'm like? No, nigga, put that on Twitter. Let's move on with this conversation. Yeah, 140 characters. Yes. Um, <laughs> y'all, y'all ever hear like on the news those scary meetings that they have to get you to watch the 11 o'clock news? Uh-huh. Um, I think all of those things should end with probably not. The witch? Okay, hold on. Say that again. All right. No. Oh, no problem. You know those scary lead-ins for the 11 o'clock news where they, they want to get you to watch the news, so maybe you're watching some other shit, like uh, you're watching Dancing with the Stars or something. Uh, not that I would watch that, because I'm I a do. man, damn it. But, uh, oh, yeah, and then, can it happen? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk more about it at 11. Yeah, yeah they were like, five dancers found dead tangoing. New at 11. Well, I'm not even talking about those. I'm talking about the ones that are like, Counterfeit drugs are infiltrating America. Could they already be in your home? I, I think they should oh, okay. end. They should end every last one of those with, oh, but probably not. Yeah, <laughs> they just trying to scare you. Tap water can kill. Are you drinking poison? Probably not. Check us out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the the new one now is uh, there. There's radiation clouds heading to America from the uh, the reactors that blew up in Japan. Oh wow! Yeah. So they said there's supposed to be clouds over major metropolitan cities in America. Yeah, and they said people are buying those iodine pills like crack. <laughs> and you like, well, damn it! Do you really think that those iodine pills is gonna save you in the emergency? We are so narcissist. Uh, As a country, we are so narcissistic. Like, we are self-absorbed. And and the terrible thing about it is only in certain circumstances, and if you don't take that shit right, which most people are not, you're still gonna die. Well, I mean, it's not just that, but it's like the fact that something fucked up happened to somebody else, and we immediately find a way for it to be about us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know what's really fucked up about our civilization is we are the only civilization that continuously creates things that will fuck us up. Right. <laughs> like, we wouldn't have to worry about that if y'all would stop fucking with that. There's other ways to get energy. Yeah. You don't need to fuck with nuclear reactors. Yeah. You know? They're they, they in the labs fucking around with germs and shit. And it all, oh, an outbreak. It's like, why do, Why are you fucking with that? Yeah, We've been here for millions of years. We never had to deal with that before. What's going on? It's like uh, Keith Malley uh, um, from the podcast, Keith and the Girl. He has this uh, website called uh, Who Are, which is Humans Against Robots. And it's constantly posting articles and shit like that about, you know, uh, robot technology and things like that. Because every futuristic movie we've ever seen starts with somebody saying, hey, let's make this robot sentient, right? And it don't take long for a robot to be like, you niggas disgust me. The end. Oh, y'all are dumb. The end. Like the other day I saw a video where they put circuits on a cockroach. And they were controlling the cockroach via remote control, right? A cockroach. Yeah, and I'm sitting up here like, why do you think that's good, scientist? Yeah. Like, the one thing that can outlast a nuclear wow. holocaust. Come on, now. <laughs> and you want to put circuits on shit. Like, we don't need this. You're going to make exactly. that shit strong as hell. It will be able to really overtake us then. Right, look. Hey, you know what? Let's put lasers on this robot. Because I didn't see Terminator 1 through 3. No, and on top of that, man, you're going to mess around and hit a roach. That roach going to pick that flashlight up like, nigga, please. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I've been looking at these uh, these these androids they've been making. And it's not going to be long before these. you can't tell them apart from human. Like, they're really advancing quickly. 
Yeah. And that's some scary shit. I mean, they they, they wrote about this shit in Frankenstein. What, right. 200 years ago. We know. And there's still <laughs> scientists that like, are like, fuck it, I'll, I'll roll the dice. Like, we saw what happened on Jeopardy. We are no match for these niggas. At all. Leave these exactly. robots alone. I think we... Uh, the other day I saw a commercial that said, um, the average human thinks 12... Oh, no, 3,000 thoughts per day. Yes. This new so-and-so turbo car thinks 1.2 million thoughts per minute. And I said, fuck you. I don't want a car <laughs> that is smarter than me. Fuck yourself. You know, I just I like, like press the gas, press the brakes, put it in drive, and go about my business. Like, what is the point of a car that's smarter than me? What? I got the shit so I could drive. What the other way around? And what happened if I abuse that bitch? You, you, you ain't just strap me in, but like, you know what? This is the last time you're right. gonna take me around that corner like that. I'm gonna take your ass for a ride. <laughs> that shit turned to kick. Yes. <laughs> it's not talking real to you. For real. Yeah. Well, worse, it turned, shit turned into Christine. <laughs> Yo, seriously, one day you gonna cut your car on and the voice from uh fucking what was that, two thousand the space odyssey? How gonna come on that bitch? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Rod? Huh? I'm just changing the station. Yes. yes. <laughs> you gonna turn the corner but I don't feel like going in that direction today. We're gonna take a trip to the beach. I don't wanna go to the beach. <laughs> the beach we are going. Exactly. I don't change it. I don't change it. <laughs> uh, well um anyway, man. Speaking of uh American narcissism. Uh, I was talking to this dude at the gym, and I, he was saying something offhanded, and but it was one of those uh, moments where I'm like, "Nigga, we don't agree," so I just laughed at him, and you know, as I as I want to do, I laugh. Like my normal reaction to blatant ignorance is to laugh in your face. Yes. Like people think, I think a lot of people think like, because some people do this, they have like an internet personality, and then they have a real personality. For me, it's just me all the time. So, um, this dude was at the gym and he was talking about some type of legislation he wanted passed where if you live in America, you need to speak English. And I don't think I've laughed that hard at somebody to their face in a long time. I was like, nigga, do you hear yourself? You're not even saying speak American. You're talking about a language that ain't even ours in the first place. Do you think you own this shit if you really, really want to speak American, then we should all be speaking some Indian shit, probably. <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of what kind of short-sighted view of the world is that? This is the melting pot. That's why America, in my opinion, is the greatest fucking country. And I want to live here, and I wouldn't want to go nowhere else. But that's part of the reason why, is because we, we build shit together. Yeah. And it really doesn't hold anybody. I hear a lot of people complain about that, but I, I live in a Latino neighborhood. And should I hear people talking Spanish right now? Hold on, shit. <laughs> you know the bottom line is it doesn't hold us back there's no there's no american people being prevented from getting jobs or being discriminated in any way because some people speak their native tongues seriously you on the phone you on the you bitching about man I, I hate pressing two when i gotta dial when i gotta dial a call center you know, I gotta wait for the don't. If you wanna talk Spanish, you gotta hit five. I gotta wait for that prompt before I can get to my bank account. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go on. Are you serious? <laughs> God damn. Uh. Anyway, um, <laughs> how come in movies and TV they always make it seem noble uh, to take torture before giving up information? Like, yeah. That shit does not seem noble to me. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty damn noble. <laughs> 
I, I think the reason they do that is because we're at home like shit. I would have gave that information up the minute they showed me the goddamn electrocution device. <laughs> uh, third house on the left. Tell my mama I'm sorry. Like, it, <laughs> yo, like it's only it's only noble to me when uh it's the I'm rooting for the shit. You know what I'm saying? So like if it's uh say, uh well if I give up this information. Then we won't be able to disarm the bomb that the terrorists are doing. They'll, they'll find out who our undercover agent is. Not chip for Jack. Like that's when I'm like, okay, yeah, you shouldn't give it up. But when it's just like a criminal, like a normal ass criminal, and it's like, tell us where the drugs are, or we gonna start putting caps in your whole family, nigga. The drugs are on Seventh Street. Exactly. <laughs> Let's hop in the car. Like, like I said, like if it's like a noble person and it's part of their characters, I guess it's different. But when it's a criminal, I'm like, there's no nobility in this shit. Tell. <laughs> I thought you was a criminal, cuz. Yes, and, and I know for, for me, uh, this is why I don't commit crimes. If you look like you might flash the flashlight on me, I'm singing. Like, right. it don't take a lot of effort. You come my direction, I'm telling you. Roger, no, I'm the biggest punk there is. I will tell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they had torture, man. That that uh, I, I think that's the why they use it in movies is because most of us would be like, shit. <laughs> hey, you know what? Y'all, you want to hear some torture? I was watching this movie. I can't remember what it was, but it was about the Nazis and, and the concentration camps. Mm-hmm. And the Nazis did some fucked up shit. They 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 went and you know where all the prisoners were, picked a dude and say, okay, I want you to pick. He said, I'm gonna kill you. The guy's like, no, please don't kill me. He said, okay, then pick three people in here right now who's gonna die. So he had to pick three people, point them out. You know, he'd have got the ass whooping of his life before I got killed. That motherfucker would have picked me. That's torture. Right. Wow. (laughs) Mental torture. (laughs) Wow. Yo, you know what's crazy too is like when they do the criminal torture, um, like, why should it even take more than one time? Like, when they, like, they'll be like, oh, we electrocuted him. He's like, I'll never tell you shit, cops. And I, and I know it's bullshit because I've seen the first 48. Yeah, real talk. Yes. <laughs> These niggas be snitching the Quickly. second the cops pick them up. I don't think I've ever heard a nigga on there say a lawyer. Lawyer. <laughs> I've never heard. They always sit there, you know, they start out like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't know. And then they leave them for a minute, then they put their head down and they come back in and like, listen, man, we, we know, we know you did this. And, and he start crying. Right. Like, this nigga ratting everybody out on TV. Yes, but then ain't even have... a prison. Ain't even a prison he can go to. He better pray for the death penalty. <laughs> Face ain't even blurred out of nothing. No, exactly. just giving up names. And then these the same people that had nerve to have on a damn no snitching shirt. Y'all niggas seen more than anybody else but some non snitching folks. Oh man, I like when criminals snitch on other criminals. Though. That shit makes me happy. Me too. Like I like some people watch the first forty eight in disgust. I watch that shit like ooh, so that's how the system works. Yes, exactly. I have no idea. Good, fuck them. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you snitch, motherfucker. I wish they would go to a you know a large city though, like a New York, a L.A., in Miami. You know, you notice it's always like small Houston. jurisdictions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they were. Uh, I've seen one in Miami before. Uh, I've also yeah. seen Memphis and yes. Detroit. Like they go where the murder oh, rates are the highest. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Houston, where, wherever the Houston, murder rates yeah. are the highest, that's where they go. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. Vegas soon, man. Yeah, <laughs> they might already have been. Shit, I, I gotta check on that one. Yes. I ain't, don't get, I ain't too confident they haven't been, dude. They they go places where I'm like, shit, they gonna 
find even if they looking for another murder, they're gonna find a murderer somehow. Yes. And this is why I live in the white side of town, cause people on Twitter be like, hey, I know that place. I'm like, that's not good. That that you need to stay away from that. If you can recognize it on TV. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I think I said that on my podcast before. I was like, um, you a raggedy motherfucker if you watch shows like Cops to see who you know. <laughs> means you a raggedy motherfucker. <laughs> um, so uh, apparently uh, we're going to war with Libya now. We bombing the shit out of them. Uh, um, and uh, you know, of course, some people uh, are getting on Obama for this, and uh, I don't really know all the details of it. Although I do feel like American foreign policy is like. The only nigga with a gun at a basketball court, you know. What I'm yeah. <laughs> like we got a problem solving. It's this revolver. Like we, that's how we roll. It's, like what is, niggas is acting up? Do they got oil over there? All right, let's roll. I got that. Yeah, you know I'm a conspiracy theory, so you know I got a whole different twist on that shit. Well, give me. <laughs> all right, well, we gonna get into that because I do want to hear your take on it. Um, but I was trying to, I was thinking, man, they were like, we're gonna shoot some Tomahawk missiles. At these people, uh, at these, you know, that whatever. Tomahawk. Could, could, yeah. Like what the Indians carried today? Right. That's what I said. It was like, this, that is the most fucking, like, wrong name for yeah. weapon of okay. all time. That's what I was like. I was like, what are y'all gonna do? Go in there with some loincloths and run across there and chop the heads off? I mean, we don't have, we don't have spear chucker guns or, uh, <laughs> no. the nigger lips grenade or no. the slant, the slant eye bullets. We don't have none of that shit. Like, why, why do we do the, why do we do the Indians so bad here? We got, we, oh yeah, man, we got the Redskins. I'm a Redskins fan. That is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, tomahawk missiles. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, that's how we kill. That's how we kill people with tomahawks. Tomahawks. <laughs> we so don't like, kill you the normal way. So what's your theory on the um the Libya stuff, man? I would like to hear that. Well, it's just not just Libya. I mean, you got Egypt, uh, everything that happened in Egypt, uh, and uh, what was the other one? Tunisia. Uh, if you look at all of the places that are that are un- under fire. Uh, from from either a government upset like they're trying to replace the government or whatever they're all very near Israel and they're all part of the Arab um, what do you call it the United Arab Emirates or whatever yeah, or yeah, like that. yeah uh, no it's like it's like uh, it's like the entire top of Africa and and then the whole Middle East and every and surrounding Israel um oh the Arab League that's okay that. Arab League yeah, yeah, yeah I heard of that yeah, what a lot of people don't know is that the headquarters of the Arab League used to be in Tunisia. Okay, then it moved to Cairo. Then it no, no, I'm sorry, it was in Cairo. And then when Sadat started getting being friendly with Israel and America, then they 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 moved it to Tunisia, and then they moved it back to Cairo after they killed Sadat, got him out the way. Um, in my opinion, I, I believe they're trying to stabilize the area directly surrounding Israel because you know Israel like runs the world like yeah. that little that little country about the size of fucking Rhode Island <laughs> got got America's got Europe's got got everybody under their control and I think the only thing that's standing in their way is the the uh the Islamic you know, Islamic movement and a lot of the extremists that are there and uh, that's just my theory. Uh, I'm just noticing that everything around there is falling. I said this months ago before Gaddafi started tripping. Uh, as soon as everything happened in Tunisia and then it went to Cairo, I said, okay, this is 
American and Israeli influence trying to replace the government with someone who's more favorable to their interests. Mm. Wow. So that, that Mubarak motherfucker, he, he's like, he got $40 billion. You can't just get him at all. You have to make the people uprise. Yeah, it is crazy too, because I, the, you know, maybe I'm selfish and ignorant, but the only thing I care about is if they got oil or not, because these gas prices, man, they keep jumping up, and the shit's got to come down somehow, is all I'm saying, and, you know, I hate that we got to go through all these political, you know, things, maneuvers to get to this oil, but... You well, you know, know you want to know the truth on that is they have the technology that that they don't even they can they they can make cars right now using a microchip. They're liquidating oil because they're they're about to move into that technology, and you're going to see that within the next decade or so. And so what they're doing right now is they're making as much money as they can before they move on to the next, um, you, you know, means of you know energy and 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 you know transportation. They did the same thing with coal. Like, you know, they had gasoline powered cars, but yet they were still pushing that coal out there before they moved all their assets over to oil. And now they're doing it again with the techno- technological age. They're, they're just liquidating. Good. Well, bring, bring that shit on. I'm trying to. I'm ready for the next shit. I'm this oil to. shit is whack. It's very whack. <laughs> and it's getting to the point where you park your car and you, and you're like, mama. You know, if it ain't life or death, I might not be seeing you for Seriously. a few months. I might be switching to a four-day work week just on, on some gas shit, man. I said that again. Um, all right, man. Uh, well, y'all. Oh wait, I did have one more thing I wanted to say. Todd Diamond, one of our followers on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's been on the show before. I saw he was getting into it with this dude on Twitter the other day. His name's DC King of Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm, you know, hey, I, I admit, my sense of humor might be fucked up, okay? So maybe I'm in the wrong. And maybe that's why Ty Diamond likes this show, because I was on his side. But this dude was sending out these, like, subliminal, uh, almost suicidal tweets. Okay. Like, oh, this week just is the most fucked up one ever. And, and it's funny when people do that, because if you look on the timeline, like, the tweet, like, two hours ago is like, about to go to the club, having the best time of my life, you know, and then the next week was like, fuck everybody, fuck the world. And then he had a bunch of like, it wasn't like, I wouldn't say they were suicidal, because they didn't come out and just say like, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. But it was saying like, I'm driving home right now, I've been drinking a little bit, you know, if God decides to take my life from me, then, uh, you know, it's over for 140 characters, so it's like, continue, dot, dot, dot. And it's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> So like, I'm gonna kill myself, but I need to have the perfect grammar and shit. But he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, fuck off the cliff. Yeah, don't want to use the number four for the letter for the letter F O R. But um, yeah. So the dude basically just kind of intimated, like, oh man, I'm feeling real sad. And of course, it's like an attention getting thing because a lot of people hit him up, like, oh, you know, what's wrong? And don't be sad. And he never answered anybody's questions all night. I noticed that. He wakes up the next morning. And said something like, hey, you know, good morning or some shit. And Ty Diamond's tweet was, why you still here?
It's different. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's not like you hit him up in the middle of the night and said, kill yourself. Yeah. You wanted attention and you got it. Yeah, I don't know, man. You never know what the shit. Not, you know, I'm not trying to promote internet bullying or anything. But that shit was hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth getting blocked. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, man. Let's do some articles, man. Um, and then we're gonna get out of here. But uh, the first article I chose is, well, this is gonna be sad for a lot of our male listeners and. Maybe even you, Dark Hater. I don't know what what you like to think about, but um, study that they did says, do all women, quote unquote, experiment with lesbianism in college? Not even close. Not even close. Mm, Just shitting on my dreams. Uh, yeah, I I I don't think that's um, I don't think that's as widespread uh, as people think i think you're seeing it more in music videos you're seeing it more on television reality shows so it seems like it's the same thing with gay people people think that gay people there's more gay people than there ever has been it's like no there have always been gay people it's just now that they're they're allowed to be gay <laughs> um yeah so yeah i, I don't think so i, I don't think I, I i guess i've never thought that like most girls try lesbian shit yeah, I, I, I haven't either, but no. I, I, although I will admit, it is much easier for a girl to become lesbian than for a guy. To, a girl is more apt to experiment. Uh, I mean, because even the girls like that that, are, that have never like kissed another girl or you know bumped a monkey with another girl or whatever, um, they'll dance with their girls at the club. Yes, they will. And get mad when niggas try to come and you know help them out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more socially acceptable to, by far um, for two women to, uh, you know, do anything remotely sexual or intimate than two dudes. Yeah, they smack each other on the ass, say, oh my God, you're so hot. Yeah. You yeah. never hear no dude telling his homeboy, hey, homeboy, man, yeah, hey, nigga, you look good as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Good tonight, dog. We're gonna get all the girls. I like that yeah. haircut, dog. Um, so it says common in popular culture these days is when you ask a grown woman if she's ever kissed a girl, you often get the response, well, once in college. Today, a national study has found that women with their college degrees actually were less likely to have kissed a girl than their only, uh, high school diploma having counterparts. Now, that's twofold. One, I bet you a lot of these girls that, uh, you know, Experiment at the club and the bar and parties and do all that making out shit. They probably don't graduate. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. They might not get the degree is what I'm saying. Maybe okay. we should have said anyone with college experience. Um, but, <laughs> uh, it says for years, sex researchers, campus, uh, campuses, women's centers and media have viewed college as a place where young women explore their sexuality, test boundaries and often have their first and only rela- lesbian relationship. Uh, based on 13,500 responses, there's a lot of responses. Um, almost 10% of women from ages 22 to 44 with a bachelor degree, uh, said that they have had a same sex experience compared to 15% with no high school diploma. Uh, women with a high school diploma or some college but no degree fell in between six uh, percent of, co- of college educated, uh, women reported oral sex and with the same sex uh partner compared to 13% who did not complete high school so i you know fellas you know, how many of these college graduates 
are willing are openly admitting that they may have done some some shit when they were young. A lot of these ladies just might be lying because I think it might religious religious reasons or something like that. I think it also depends on how the survey is taken too. Yes, because like if it's anonymous, you know, which this appears to be, then you know, why take it if you're gonna lie? You know, you you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like it's gonna make look any better. I'm, I'm, and now, of course, it's just a survey. Of course, all the numbers could be wrong. I'm just going off of this study, and I don't know, thirteen thousand five hundred is a lot of people. Yes, that is. Because normally, was that nationwide? Um, it, it don't say. Uh, it doesn't say if it was nationwide. Um, but that is, uh, it's just a lot of people, man. Because normally they do like a two hundred people, and then they're like, you can get cancer from walking. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, that's 200 people. Breathing causes AIDS. Yeah. Like, how many people did you test? 20 people at the AIDS clinic. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that when they say, yeah. When they, I'm like, who do they talk to? They never talk to me. Yeah. yeah. I'm never bullshit. on none of the surveys, so don't feel bad. Uh, I haven't been surveyed for being black once. I'm never. I'm very disappointed with the Yes, system. and I'm always see these surveys. We asked 100 black people, well, you miss me. Uh, let's I know. I, yeah, I always get those lame surveys, like people calling, like, uh, what computer do you use? Like, come on, man, guess me some cool shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, ask me if I think Obama is from America. <laughs> yeah. I need to fix this shit. I need to, I don't want to balance the scale. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you Rhea, might throw it off. <laughs> Rhea Carey, executive director of the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force, uh, and they gotta think about renaming that, by the way. Task Force sounds like niggas that are coming to arrest you. Yeah, right. <laughs> With handcuffs and bitty yeah, Task Force does not sound like, hey man, we just wanna get the word out, you know? <laughs> and like they're gonna knock on your door and knock your ass out. Yeah. They don't have like the Girl Scout cookie Task Force. You know no, what I'm saying? Nothing, keep them cookies, nothing good comes in a Task Force, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, it's like a Rubik's Cube of sexuality where you turn it a different way and the factors don't fit together. It may be that the commonly held wisdom was wrong that people just like to imagine women in college having sex together or it may be that society has changed and as more people come out publicly in politics and on television, we are getting a clearer view of the breadth of sexuality. Um, so, you know, that could be true too, you know, that uh, I think that we'd like to imagine it, you know, because I mean, you look at pornography, you look at music videos and shit like that, there's a lot of Shit going on in there that don't really happen. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you know what? Also, niggas don't buy the bar every day. No, they yeah. don't. <laughs> so, yeah. Ain't walking around with bottles of Patron and all this other stuff. Uh, the the same CDC study drew headlines based on finding that uh, a finding that young people were waiting longer to have sex. Almost twenty nine percent of the females and twenty seven percent of the males aged fifteen to twenty four had had no sexual contact, an increase from twenty two percent for both sexes in the last two thousand and two survey. Um, and now the reason for that could be twofold: one, people are people are getting fatter. Um, yeah. Two. Yeah, cause we gonna just gonna be ro- we both big. We gonna be wrestling. There ain't no sex on me going on. And then uh, part two of that uh, is also um, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if just knowledge of STDs and shit yes oh. uh, have made people kind of slow their roll a little bit and try to be a little safer. Cause yes, when you, you know shit yeah. is trill now, and we got the internet. We know you got some shit. I didn't know what HPV was until I got the internet. Human papillomavirus. virus? Yes. yes. I've never heard of that shit before. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you know, with, with that too, you know, a, a lot has to do with uh, social status as well when it comes to that. 
Um, but you know, I, I mean, in the ghetto or in the trailer parks, you're going to have a lot more delinquent, uh, pregnancies, sure. you know, uh, a lot of young people just doing cause they ain't got shit else to do. They're broke. Yeah. They have no hope. So they need something to love. And, you know, you got girls who didn't have no daddy. So they try to get impregnated by this bum ass nigga who, who, you know, who, who could, who they think is gonna, that's going to keep them there. So they end up with, you know, so we see more of that in lower income areas. So I just wonder if they considered that when they did this study. Mm. Yeah, I wonder, man. I wonder. Because uh, class has a lot to do with all this shit. Um, yes, it does. The study also showed that women with four more sexual partners in their lifetime were more likely to have had a female sexual partner compared to uh, to women who had no male partners or women who had only one male partner. So, I don't know. I need to read that one again. I don't think I understood it. It showed that women with four or more sexual partners in their lifetime... Yes. Were more likely to have had a female sexual partner it, within those four, or within the twenty-four or sixty, right. or however many she had. She's so had they had more than four that they probably fucked the chick at some period of time. Oh, more they were more likely. But compared to women who had no male sexual partner, no male partners. Oh, so they're saying women who just haven't had any sex are not likely to have been a lesbian. Yeah, or they've only had one. Male yeah. Partner. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, yeah it's kind of out there. Yeah, I, I mean, you would think that there would be lesbians that had, like, I've never fucked a dude, but of course I fucked a woman, I'm a lesbian. But it's kind of weird, it's like, no, they sneak a dude or two in there. Yeah, and then on top of that, like, it's almost, uh, for society too, you know, it's almost like they ingrain you as a little girl, you're gonna marry a little boy, you're gonna be pregnant, you're gonna be a mom, mm. so for, you know, a lot of women... Who might have uh, be a lesbian? She might do it just because that's what she's been trained to do. So right. that might be why this yeah. like this also. Um, and the last thing they say here is there was speculation that it was po- uh, just that it was possibly just experimentation among college girls, but we didn't see anything to support that. We saw the opposite. When we look at college degree women, they were less likely to report same sex activity than uh, other educational groups. Uh, among men. There's more same-sex activity among higher-educated men. Wow. I can yeah. believe that. Gay, I believe that. Gay dudes get them degrees, Karen. <laughs> and uh, that's why they make more money, too. And for, for women, the highest level of same-sex activity was reported by those with less education. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, man, if somebody's going to be stripping, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> they're trying to work to get their degree. That's what they tell me. Okay, so I believe them. That's what, I, that's what my tips go to. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so they said they said they said educated men are more likely to have engaged in that. Right. And uneducated women are more than likely. See, so right. that all goes back to daddy. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, man. That's true. I mean, unless you're just gay. Like there's people I believe who are born gay, male mm-hmm. and female. But I'm talking about the one the experimental ones. The ones like, I wanna try some new shit. That shit goes back to daddy. Yeah. Has <laughs> issues. Yeah, um, there's something cracking with that. Well, speaking of daddies, uh-huh. uh father turns in his own kids for bullying. And if <laughs> an Ipswich father claims that he was so irate when he caught his two children attacking another that he turned them into the police to be charged. I gotta teach their asses. I like That's that. For him. I like that switch is in the name of the town. You know, yes, I like. Is it Ipswich? Yeah, yes. Ipswich. Yeah, yeah. 
He's like, we don't play that shit here, boy. Uh, the father, known only as Matt, uh, told a Brisbane radio station, 97.3 FM, don't touch that dial, it's got jam on it. We'll be right back. Yeah. He witnessed his 17-year-old son and 15-year-old daughter bashing a 13-year-old boy, breaking his jaw because he wore glasses. God damn. Oh, my God. I'd have whipped their asses. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think they would have been better served getting their ass whooped. But I, that's good for him. Yeah, that's good for him. That's good. You know what I mean? I mean, like in the black community, because I'm assuming this guy wasn't black. Right. Uh, we would have beat the shit out of our kids. <laughs> yeah, that was. And, and dared them to call the police. Yeah, right. <laughs> just like, hey, fuck it, I'm calling the cops on you. So good for him. I'm glad that did he. You know, he's not one of these parents trying to. Uh, Come up you know. for their bad kids. Yeah, I hate that is one of my biggest pet peeves. Parents that get mad at you because their kids is bad. Yes. Like like that dude that, you know, he was at the Y doing his job and a couple of these kids were there, this these fast little girls that don't even work out or do anything. They just put on spandex and come to the fucking gym and watch a bunch of grown men play ball, which is uh-huh. you know, which is ridiculous to me. I, I I've seen her with her dad and every time I'm just like, You exist? I can't believe you are fucking up like this. But, um, yeah, so they got kicked out because they were kind of just like cuddling up on each other and like borderline making out and while people were playing basketball. basketball. And, and and the parents came down there and got mad at the dude that kicked them out. Yeah. the hell was, I was you? Like, and I was like, oh, with them? I needed a time machine. Like, if we could, I wish there was Vegas odds on, will this kid have a baby out of wedlock? Like, yeah. like I wish I could bet that she's like yes put the house on this bitch she is not making it to to college this is not gonna happen yeah I mean the world star hip hop is full of proof of uh of that yeah. <laughs> you know people who ain't, who ain't gonna do shit in life yeah you never see a father holding that camcorder exactly <laughs> exactly uh alright so uh Let's see. Enraged after... Oh, hold on. I'm getting feedback. Hold on a second. Let me slow down. Alright. Enraged after experiencing similar bullying in his childhood, he marched his children to the police station to have them charged with assault. He uh, he also said... Uh, he, oh! He also sold his son's car and daughter's horse as a for- further punishment. Hell oh, yes, daddy. Gangster. I'm proud of you. Damn. They, they had a horse? Right! That's a whole new spin on the story. They had money. It was like y'all beating people up, and I buy you horses and That's shit. That's right. I don't blame them. I, I literally care. bought you a, a a pony. That's right. And I don't care how rich you are. Even if you didn't work hard for that money, y'all ain't gonna be bashing people heads in. I think that's great. I do too. Uh, he said yesterday afternoon on my way home, I come around the corner, three streets from home, and there's my 17 year old son and 15 year old daughter. They are fair. Uh, they are fair beating the living crap out of this kid. I pulled up. I damaged the car as I pulled up uh, to as I pulled up put the car up to the gutter. I gra- I grabbed a hold of both of them, threw them in the back of the car, got the young kid that they were beating up, took him home to his parents, marched both of my kids to the local police station. Uh, they both have now been charged with assault. Uh, they're due in court next month. Um, and uh, he said they couldn't com- uh, confirm the father's version of events. But come on, what are the kids gonna testify against their daddy? <sighs> Oh what? Or is he? He? Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I, I give a standing ovation to that father. 
kind of like that dude who beat his nephew's ass for uh, trying to be a gangster on Facebook a, a month ago. Remember that? Yes. Oh, I love that dude. I was like, we need more of this. He said, put that on your goddamn wall. <laughs> he said, yes, I agree. Exactly. That's exactly what needs to happen. You know, more parents need to take accountability. And 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 if they can't, I mean, in, in this case, we had two teenagers. Um, who are you know old enough to make adult decisions like get pregnant or kill someone? Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's gonna give them adult consequences, and I think that that was a good move. I love it, man. And, and Driving I, my car, and you gotta I, go. I know that's right, and also I think it's a good thing because you rather do something now while it's just starting mm-hmm. because if you don't, they're gonna get arrested for some shit that they're not gonna be able to get out easily off of. Yeah, breaking somebody because he wore glasses. Seriously. Yeah. Come on, man. I, yeah. Talk I remember man. I beat some kid up because he was talking about my mom, and I took an ass over for that shit at home. So I was, I was like, apparently, I need better reasons to fight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that better be legitimate reasons. This shit is not gonna cut it, man. No, fight for no reason. All right. Speaking of uh, kids and teachers, uh, teacher allegedly sent girl explicit pics. Uh, this happened in Florida. You know how they oh, do? Florida. A band teacher. <laughs> A band teacher at a Florida high school has been charged with sending photographs of his genitals to a 14-year-old female student. Wow. Christian, you intercept that one? Yeah. Uh, Dennis Mulder of Point St. Lucie uh, was arrested uh, Wednesday after investigators found the towel in his house matched some vis- matched some of the towel that was visible in a photo of the girls on the girl's cell phone. So they, they, like his face must not have been in the picture. He must have been following uh the the, the internet rule. unspoken rule, yeah. which is you, you never put your face they, in the same picture as your dick. Like, no, the yeah. rule is just never send a picture of your dick to anyone. Oh no no no! See that's the common sense <laughs> yes, rule. Yes, yeah uh, yeah right. yeah. Obviously but, the common yes, sense but rule. But if you're gonna do it, you either face the dick. Dick or face, not both. Right. Breast. Yeah. Coochie. Coochie breast. You could do them combined, but not the face. Right. Apparently, yeah. that's the secret. And they caught him on some CSI shit because they matched the towel <laughs> in his house. They were like, oh, wait a minute. You had hearts on your kitchen towel, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, come on over here. We're going to arrest you, sir. The fucker got a Sheridan jet towel and shit he stole from the hotel. <laughs> like, he got initial towels and shit, but. Like, but now hold on now now did uh did he do this anonymously to the girl or was this some kind of ongoing relationship they had where he thought it was okay for him to send his dick to it? Uh let's see if we can find out. See he's been charged with a felony sending a minor sexually material a uh, sexual material material uh electronically motor teaches the at kindergarten through eighth grade, um at Appalach- Appalachia Flat Schools. Uh, police said the girl's mother reported murder to the police after she found a foul on her daughter's cell labeled Dennis. Wow. <laughs> he so used his name? She put the foul. First of all, this, this, y'all might want to check all of the names on this girl's phone, but, um. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis ain't the only man. She used name. his first name. This is a relationship. Yeah, she got Lucas yeah. and Steve and, yeah, and Robert like, and. Yeah. While you're there, check Steve's file too. You might find yes. some other photos. Yes. Let's match the towel to all these motherfuckers. Uh-huh. Um, and included what appeared to be photographs of male genitalia. Investigators allegedly found text messages from a number assigned to Mulder. 
the girl allegedly told uh, police Moda had sent her the explicit photos and she was planning to tell him they could not have a sexual relationship. Moda did oh, not. <laughs> wow, he said this dick for nothing then. First of all, she was. <laughs> she, he was about to get shot down by a 14 year old. If that ain't. If that ain't bad enough. You know. Well, I think she's if, lying about that. Yeah, if that, she's just trying to cover her own ass now. Yes, exactly. right. That's right, and that's that's not, not saying. I mean, he's wrong. He uh, overall, he's the wrong one in this scenario because he's the adult, right? Uh, and a trusted, uh, you know, um, a teacher, you know. So he's definitely in violation. But at the same time, I think she was uh, could possibly have been an active participant. Otherwise. She would have been like, ew, the minute she saw a dick on her phone and taking it right to her parents or to another teacher or somebody else. Exactly. Right. You know she wouldn't have put it in no folder named Dennis. Yes. Exactly. That's yes. not the actions of somebody that's about to report it. Yes, and who knows? I mean, she's denying it, going by this report, but who knows what really happened? Everybody might be in denial just because she don't want to look like a whore. Yes. Yeah, of course. Here's my favorite line. Motor, who's the teacher, Denied inappropriate conduct and said he warned the girl after she sent him a text message. Nigga, please. Warned her what? Would you warn? Would you warn her with your dick? Yeah. <laughs> Beware, yeah, well, well, you don't well, want this. Where was the warning appropriate? First of all, how appropriate is it that you are personally contacting a student <laughs> outside of the parents, uh, you know, uh, no knowledge? Right. That's not okay. That's never okay. Oh man, uh, here's a quick one. Uh, it's not even a full article, it's like a sentence, but uh, apparently Germany has banned people who are unemployed from buying and uh, who are getting unemployed, uh, unemployment. Uh huh. They, they banned them from buying lottery tickets or betting. And wow. if, if you do so, you face a fine of 250,000 euros. I love That's it. Great. That's great. That's fucking Take your great. money and pay your bills and eat. I absolutely love it. Like I, this, yeah. Nick, you need to be trying to get back to work. <laughs> I have no time yeah, for this yeah. quick shit. Yeah, it's kind of like they did that in New York, um, where recently, where you can no longer buy cigarettes or soda. No, you can never buy cigarettes, but you can no longer buy soda with or food stamps. And people got mad. Like motherfucker, get a job if you want to drink soda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like come That's on, not man. one of the five food groups. <laughs> No Coca Cola, no Coca Cola Springs. Fuck out of here. Yeah, so yeah, I, I love that. Like, you know, what are the shit. Oh, so, so all right. Here's here's another um, survey. I thought this was interesting. That also might be, you know, I don't know how these dudes' egos are to listen to the show, but it also might be affecting your ego, but. The average woman apparently has to go through a lot of romantic wrongs before she finds Mr. Right. The dating white, uh, the dating website Meetees, M-E-E-T-E-Z dot com, recently surveyed 2,000 women about their struggles to find the right guy and learned the average woman dates nine men before finding the right one. Wow. Yeah, so if you were insecure, nigga. The ghost of Dick Past is haunting your ass right now. <laughs> I ain't saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think that depends on the woman too, though. Right. Uh, 
I, I think a lot of us, not just women, I think a lot of us kind of, um, we're, we're kind of out of our league a lot of the times. Yes. You know, because we, we don't watch some bullshit Julia Roberts movie or something. And we think, uh, you know, Beauty and the Beast, you know, shit like that is, no, that shit ain't happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, nah, you better go for the average person to keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, everybody ain't gonna get drop dead gorgeous. You ain't the only one to know he got a sexy voice. You ain't the only one to yeah. know he got them baby blue eyes. Mm-mm. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's it's. I, I think a lot of the times, you know, uh, especially a lot of women in in society today, they 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 believe in something that's not real. Like if you ask the average woman what is Mister Right, she'll start saying all this shit that's impossible to find in one man. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I want a guy who will cry, a guy who will like you ain't gonna find that at all in one dude. Yeah, and it's if you crazy. Do find it, you get tired of it in the first place. You know, cra- so I, I think that's why it's taking so long for women to find Mr. Right. Yo, it's crazy too though, because I'm, I'm starting to see more, and maybe it's the feminization of men or whatever, but I'm starting to see more and more dudes like that too, especially on the internet. Like, nigga, you, I seen you. I see your picture and your avatar. You can't be that damn picky. So no, oh, talking, yeah. So no, you're like, yo, man, Kelly Rowland, man, I don't get it. I'm like, nigga, you do get it. If you was in the room with her, you get it. She walked up on your ass, you would get it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, um. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. That. That's. Uh. That's where we are. <laughs> Why did they leave? Yeah. yeah and, I, and I feel you too when you talk about the the the, the list and everybody has a stupid laundry list that they only hold themselves to. He need to be fit, bitch. You fat. He he need to be this. You know he need to be that. You like well look at you. How you gonna right. have higher standards for somebody else? You don't put on yourself. You don't go to the gym. You don't eat carrots all day. You ain't the size two. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's funny, man. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I saw no 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 no. Before we continue, I saw going. a video on World Star Hip Hop. Uh, this last week was a young woman who was talking about what a nigga better have and this girl was far from fine her hair wasn't done her ends was all split and she talking about a nigga better have this he better have that or it shit I'll be like one of these basketball wives and I'll be doing that I'm like baby you are never ever going to be one of the basketball wives like somebody need to tell her that right you know and there's too many young girls uh, young dudes too but more so girls because because they mamas you know been laid up with some bum ass nigga he done left her so she, she done poisoned this little girl since she was a little girl niggas ain't shit you better get these niggas for all you can get and so this little girl grows up with this delusion <laughs> of uh you know watching these shows with these rappers wives and these basketball wives thinking that that's the way they're supposed to be but they, you know, but they're not seeing the fact that they don't have what it takes to put themselves in that position. That's right. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, like I said, man, I, I, I don't want to, I don't really get too much into like this gender, and that gender, because mm-hmm. I really do think that uh, it's, it's getting bad on both sides. And like when you see, especially on like the internet, it really gives you an insight yeah. into like the gender war that this shit has yeah. become. And it's like, hey, man, if all you concentrate on the people that ain't shit. And you out here yeah. looking for somebody like all y'all, y'all mad about nothing. That's like right. I like I, I think one of the worst things is um a lot of times you see dudes say like man I don't want a woman that has done blank. Well don't don't fuck with women that do that like th- like just because yeah. a chick looks good and you see her in the club and you see her in VIP with some ignorant ass drug dealing nigga or some rapper man that should be a bigger turn off than her looking bad to me. 
I'm like, that's what you into? Yeah. Fuck you. I'm done. I don't want that that's in my talk. house. <laughs> that's real talk. That's real talk. Well, you, you know, the, um, and you're right about the whole gender thing, but I think when it comes to the black community, um, there's a problem. There's a problem. First of all, we're only 12% of the population. Uh, if you look at the prison population, you know, out of that 12%, and then you see that overall we are 45% of the national prison population. Uh, you, you know, uh, 75% of black women are single mothers. You know, this is a problem. Okay, and for the longest time, we've always blamed the men. Okay, we we've done that. And the way I see it, if you if you keep if you're trying to remedy a problem and you try something and you try to talk of you know open up dialogue about something and still nothing changes, then we need to change the dialogue. We have been blaming the men for the longest. These niggas ain't shit. Niggas the niggas need to take care of their kids. We've never stopped to say who's laying down with these bum ass niggas. Yeah, <laughs> right. you know I, I think it's time to turn the tables because the women. Okay, and this is not just uh, applicable to the black race. This is mankind. Period. The women can change everything by simply changing what they will accept. If if, if women, if every woman right now said, "I ain't, I ain't, I wouldn't even look at a nigga in skinny jeans," you would never see a skinny jean again. <laughs> That's right. Well, gay dudes nope. would still wear them, but I know I get your point. Is what I'm yeah. saying. Okay, yeah. gay. You know, of course, the gay dudes will wear them. They was wearing them before they were skinny jeans. But yeah. see, you're right. You're right. If you want to see. Uh, behavior change you just change who's getting the pussy. Yeah, that will change everything. <laughs> like, did yeah, you know nerds is getting pussy? <laughs> like, nerds is getting yeah. pussy on these streets. Well, shit, I got to get back in school, brother. <laughs> you going to the club, nigga? I'm going to the library. Yes, I don't know about exactly. you, but that's where the pussy is between the books. <laughs> exactly. And then See, I just want to clarify that because you know I, I don't know I, you know I get a lot of complaints on, from from females on my show about why you always talk shit about women and this and that. And before any of your listeners would think the same thing, why 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 you singing about women like that? I just want to let them know that that's why I, I in that particular example I, I you know kind of focused on women more. So and then not only that, when you're talking about women have the power, women do have the power, and sometimes they give their power away because as much as people talk about safe sex, too many people are not have a safe sex plus we got all these children around here so, yeah. you know, can you demand that he puts on a condom? Can you go yeah. and get free birth control? You know, because it's easier to control one egg than it is 10,000 sperm. Your one egg is easier to rotate around and do something with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you, you know, you know, especially in the hip-hop community, uh, which makes up a, a, a large majority of, of, of african-american youth um that the you know that they got that whole pimp thing you know bitches ain't shit that's like an accepted mode of thinking within hip-hop it's it's not a big thing to hear somebody call a girl a bitch and you know and what the, the what these kids are not understanding that is even in the pimp whole world the hoe has the power yes she's she does. the one that chooses she's the one that chooses and the pimp has a job he gets chosen you know she dresses him up she tells him which other bitches are going to be in the stable, you know. So, so even in that world, the uh, you know the it, when it's done correctly, not saying that there's any right or wrong way to pimp, but even in that world, the female is in control, you know. And so, you know, I know a lot of these young niggas. I'm a pimp. She, these bitches better do what I say. I smack them in their mouth. Nah, man, the wimp.
You know, so I'm not kissing your asses, women. I'm just letting y'all know that you have more power than you care to give yourself in a lot of cases. Nah, I, I definitely can see where you're coming from on that. And, uh, you know, that's like I said, I think from my personal uh, belief is there's enough blame to spread around. But, yeah, you know, there's in a lot of examples. Yeah, it is like, why did you fuck this nigga, though? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that that's that's what it is. I mean, n- niggas are d- men. Period. Mature much slower than women. Okay, that's a mm-hmm. scientific proven fact. We see it in in life all day. A young girl it matures quicker than 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 a man. You know, and uh, if she, if a, if a young girl would know her power, you know, uh, that she has in the world, you know, in in general. I think this will make a big difference in how she views herself and what she will and will not accept without being narcissistic or being a bitch. She's just like, no, that's unacceptable to me. Yeah. You know, I could, I agree I, with that. Yeah. Cause at the end you know. of the day, they, they're who has to face the long term consequences of, you know, yeah. somebody not, you know, wanting to take care of their kids or picking the wrong dude. You know, women. a lot of times it is the women. Yeah, the responsibility yeah. falls on you. And since it falls on you as a woman, you need to be held accountable. But like, look, nigga, if you ain't going to do this, I'm not going to put up. Yeah, it's not even more of an accountability or responsibility. To me, it's more like a warning. Like, hey, you know, like, check your shit because these niggas, you know, they ain't shit. They going to fuck your life up. Yes, they is. Like, that dude yeah. might go out and try to do some other shit, you know, move, not take care of his kids. You know, I've seen that happen before. But, but you're going to be stuck. Yeah, you're going to be stuck with a kid, you know, more than likely if you uh, decide to have it, you know. Um, 70, 75% of black women in America, that's their story. Right. And a lot of them, you know, of, of course... You know, there's plenty of strong black women who are raising kids on their own. My mother was one of them, you know. So, you know, we got the stereotype that, you know, poor black girl, you know, that old old ghetto song. (laughs) It's not the case. You know, in most cases, she's doing a good job. And that's in most cases. Right. But there's a lot of examples where she's not doing a good job. And all she does is poison her children. Her, her son sees her go through a bunch of men, men coming into the house, disrespecting her. So he grows up conditioned that way. You know, his first female love gets no respect. So he's not going to have no respect for any woman. And then the girls, you, you know, they see this and they have no respect for themselves. This is the way a woman is supposed to be treated. Yeah, that's true. A lot of that shit happens. It starts in the household. Yeah. And, and and we all should care. I know I care because I got to send my kids to school with your little badass kids. So, right. <laughs> of course, I want you to remedy it <laughs> because I take care of mine. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and I expect you to do the same, you know. So, um, yeah, we, we you know, we're in trouble and we, we need answers. And, I agree. You know, we got to start pointing some fingers because the truth is the truth. Right. <laughs> you know? I agree. Got to solve it somehow. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, additional survey findings about women prior to meet Mr. Right. One in five women had a child with someone else, and most live with uh, two men. Uh, before finding their true love, the average woman went on six bad dates that never went anywhere. Um, the average woman has been cheated on four times and met one partner online. Uh, the average woman has had three long distance relationships. Um, and 15% of women have ended up with a stalker after a bad date or relationship. Wow. Yeah. 
That's because fifteen percent of women are too fine for their own good. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's girl. That's what you get with the big titties, the big ass. Yeah. I got to stop this. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, when women finally did meet the guy, they were likely to know within the first four weeks. So, I mean, now that tells you a lot, though, because if chicks are saying, I I know the guy's marriage material in four weeks, I mean, that's kind of a strike against the people that keep fucking these messed up dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you only had to wait four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you knew he was fucked up. You had a month to figure it out. <laughs> but you know something with education you know when you're in most cases you know when you're dealing with someone fucked up on the first conversation that's true yeah that's like stuff that you used to talk about it's like you can't sit here and, and meet a cat he talking about yeah cuz you know what i'm saying cuz bust a nigga in his head cuz and think that it's never going to turn on you right no it's <laughs> so true, no? And my biggest pet peeve is that hey shorty shit. My name ain't shorty. I know I'm short, but that ain't my goddamn name. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sorry. That makes me mad. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, speaking right. of uh, you know dealing with these shorties, uh, <laughs> uh, Bristol Township police arrested a 34 year old Falls Township man after he allegedly had sex with a 15 year old girl many times. Oh, promising the young teen a tattoo in exchange. Oh wow! Oh, uh, her stuff was cheap. You need girl, you need to up that. More, see? more than a tattoo. Now they white, but see, this is how you blame the women. She should have at least upped it to something more uh, than a tattoo. I'm talking I'm t- a pocketbook, a pair of shoes, mm-hmm. get your hair done, something more tangible. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That, let's see. That's so what? Way. So what happened here? Like she didn't get it, so she told on him, or. <laughs> I bet you that's what happened. Let's see. It says here uh, he strongly maintains his innocence. There are a lot of serious charges and it's pretty pretty serious, but there's nothing backing it up. Uh, we'll see who's guilty. Uh, Walter F. Murley announced that uh, allegedly had sexual intercourse four times with the teen girl he met through family and friends over the course of almost a year on multiple occasions. He had sex with the girl while his wife was upstairs asleep in their home. Well, According damn. to police, damn, maybe she was babysitter or something. She must have been. Uh, before, how bad you gotta want it to to, to fuck while your wife upstairs? That is a risk that no man should take. Uh, you ain't lying. I mean, she at least had a courtesy to do it away from the house. Yeah, it's dudes that don't even jack off while their wife is upstairs. Like, how you gonna be fucking somebody? <laughs> that's true. Underage, like this nigga needed to be caught. Um, let's see, yeah. Uh, he promised he would give her a tattoo if she did stuff with him. Uh, he also engaged in phone sex with the girl about 50 times and wow. would ask the girl if it, to let him listen while she masturbated. Um, he was a freak. Uh, he drew the requested tattoo on a star of a star on the girl's front pelvic area uh, and he incorporated a W and W is his first name, Walter. So I think he did this shit. Uh, I don't believe he ever could see the day, the light of day, if we can help it, uh, said the county district attorney, David Heckler. So, uh, he was heckling his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh... I don't know, it doesn't say why she told, but I mean, it just, I don't know, it ain't looking too good for Walt if he really gave her that tattoo, man. Um, they said they also, they also believe he had sexual contact with a 
with other young male and female victims. Wow. He's just a child predator then. Yeah, he's been held on a, a million dollars bail. Yeah, see, that's uh for a tattoo? Yeah, for a tattoo. No. My daughter would get her ass whooped. I guarantee that's what happened, dude. They they saw the tattoo and they're like, "What the fuck? Why'd you get this tattoo?" And what oh you yeah, do? then that's yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah. No one should yeah. pay for it. Yeah, he did this shit. Um, all right, this is my favorite story, and uh, I think we're gonna end with this one. We'll save a couple other stories for next time. Um, Grand Rapids man charged with polygamy after his first wife saw his wedding photo on Facebook. Ah. <laughs> you have no sister. You was an alias. Uh, let's see. When Richie Leon Barton Jr., 34, got married to a Grand Rapids woman last July, police say there was a big problem. His first wife living in Rhode Island. Uh, he failed to divorce his current wife, according to state police detective Sergeant Denise Bentley. Wow. Rhode Island. The Rhode Island woman thought something seemed odd when her husband, whom she married in 2004, after the two had met about a year earlier online, defriended her on Facebook. <laughs> wow. He defriended his current wife. That's funny. <laughs> Be like, baby, you live in the house with me. Why you defriend me? We ain't friends no more. Um, we ain't cool no more. Yeah. Uh, the Rhode Island woman contacted state police and told them that one day in 2004, Barton did not return home from work and it turned out he had been arrested. The Barton was, ah. he was convicted of home invasion in 2000 and uttering and publishing in 2001. I don't know what uttering and publishing is. Um, I don't know. He did time in prison and was released. He fled to Rhode Island, violating his parole. After spending more time behind bars, Barton was a, was released from prison October 2009. So this nigga, they was fucking a dude that could not stay out of prison. Idiots. Wow. And marrying him. And marrying him. Both of y'all are stupid. That's the women. That's the women I'm talking about. <laughs> wow. I hate to be proven to hate a Rossi, right? But everything I read is proving this nigga right. It's wow. crazy. <laughs> like I pick, it's like he picked these stories. Um, well, did he? <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, the wow. New England woman did some investigating online and told police she found her husband's happy wedding photos with the Grand Rapids woman on pages of Barton's friends and family. Wow. I think they tagged him to the pictures. He's like, don't tag me to that shit. Just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't at me. me. No. Keep me out of this shit, all right? Mm-hmm. He's charged with polygamy and carries a potential four-year maximum sentence and was arraigned today in court. Uh, he could face time as a repeat offender, not to mention an alleged repeat husband. Um, wow. Let's see. Oh, oh, wait. Here's a quick one. Uh, apparently, <laughs> this lady let her toddler accidentally drink some Four loco. Wow. Oh, wow. A toddler. Now, it's that out. baby was jacked up. We had we did a six hour thing of Four loco. That shit had my heart racing three or four days afterwards. Like, it's out. <laughs> Outrageous because it's uh, it's for a loco, but it's alcohol around a baby. Yeah, like, exactly. What? And it got eighteen cups of caffeine in it. It don't matter what the brand is. It's alcohol around a baby. Like for a loco, yeah. just upped it to like the nth power. But if it would have said she, he was drinking a Miller Lite, you just like bitch, you are fucking up. Uh, apparently, I've never drank four loco. Is it like pretty colors and stuff? Yeah, it is. It's don't do pretty it. colors. Don't do it. it tastes terrible. Don't, don't do it. Please don't. I no, I, I don't do anything uppers. I, I don't do any um, any energy drinks or any kind of uppers. So yeah, I'm not worried about that. 
I was sweating, couldn't go to sleep. Ooh, it was crazy. Oh no, no. Um, let's see. Uh, it, apparently the baby had a blood alcohol level of 0.09. So that's oh, yeah. it. Was sipping on that smashed. thing for a little bit. It was. It took a few sips. What just right? one sip? And the baby didn't. The baby didn't like. That's how. That's how sweet for a loco is. Remember, they didn't die. The baby didn't even like spit it out. Because if you would have gave that baby a beer, it would have said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, <laughs> this is nasty." I'm grown. I don't like All right, beer. Another now. quick one. Dad denies playing ninja while leaving wife. Uh, while leaving son all alone. Ah! Another bad parent, father of the year. Uh, he denies he playing n- ninja. Ninja. Um, oh, go ahead. A man denies he was outside running around pretending to be a ninja, but acknowledges <laughs> <laughs> but acknowledges that he did leave his four year old son home alone sleeping when he went jogging earlier this month. So, <laughs> so his excuse, yo, his how does jogging, how does jogging get get mixed into the ninja realm? <laughs> yo, I love that his excuse wasn't even like. Nah, I was home. <laughs> it was like, no, I wasn't no ninja though. Okay, I'm a bad father. And we, yeah. I will agree to that charge. I did not have the samurai sword in the back. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, finish that. Did he have a sword? He was twenty. He's twenty eight, and he remains in prison after this preliminary hearing on child endangerment was postponed. Uh, outside the courtroom, he told reporters. He wasn't pretending to be a ninja when police charged him March 3rd at 1.30 a.m. Uh, he says he simply went for a job, but now he shouldn't have left his son at home. He's poor! They insist he was dressed in all black and playing ninja when they confronted him. They say he claimed his mother was babysitting, but told, she told police she wasn't. So it doesn't say if he had a sword, but he must have had the ninja mask on. Oh, you think he had to start? No, he was probably he probably started jumping around and doing all that Spider Man shit. <laughs> <laughs> Being oh. silly, because I mean, right. why else would they say? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, why else would they say that? Yeah, he must have been yeah. doing something. Obviously, he's like they he show up like got ninja star stance or something. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, th- right, for real, this is the last story. I forgot about this one. This is so good. And I do want to get your take on it. And uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, this ex-guard tells of inmate loving at Rikers Island. Oh. Rikers Island is a prison. Yeah, ain't that the yeah. spot they be talking about and rapping about? Yeah, the female guards working at Rikers Island are a sex-starved and promiscuous uh, are sex-starved and promiscuous with the prisoners. They are there to keep in line, says a former guard. Wow. They would do it on the midnight shift when there were not many people around. According to Yolanda Dickinson, uh, she probably had some Dickinson, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) How else was she? Uh, who worked at Rikers from 97 to 2004 and recently penned a novel called Taboo based on the jail's out-of-control sex scene. There were electronic cell doors and it's not a problem for someone to crack open the door, she added, with 38,090 female officers guarding 12,000... I'm sorry, 3,890 female officers guarding 12,000 men. Outlaw love blossoms. It's a soap opera, Dickinson said. There's a lot of lonely single women on the job and you're surrounded by these cute guys. They're working out. They're attractive. They're criminals, so you have a cunning they have a cunning way of approaching you. They study you all day. They ain't got shit else to do, that's why. Yeah. That's some bum ass bitches, boy. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> wow. How you 
you gonna have sex with somebody you know got a higher chance of having AIDS? just why would you allow I mean the purpose of sex on a biological level is to reproduce and usually when you're attracted to someone on a subconscious level you want to reproduce with them what does it say about your character and about your person that you would lay down (laughs) with someone who, who makes bad choices in life why would you want to even mix your blood with that and can you trust an inmate during sex? I mean, what if you have a flashback to the crime that got him there? Oh, exactly. Whooping your ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were like, Mama, you going to stop beating me. What? What are you doing? I thought we was just having okay. sex. So, so now this book that she wrote, now, it, it, did she name names? Are people in trouble or she's just talking about the game of how it worked? Uh, let's see. Through her claims, she... No, she claims she never had sex at work. Yeah. She's 41. She admits she met a Rikers inmate on her watch, a gang member from her neighborhood who had, who had admitted to killing a rapist. People looked up to him for that. He said he did the world a favor. Man, she fucked this nigga. She's yeah. sitting up here telling this. Oh, he was a great criminal. <laughs> he was one of the good ones. <laughs> she says her soft spot for him developed and he defended her honor behind bars by beating up another inmate who groped her. It made me look at him differently. What was this nigga? Well, uh, Nick Cage from Con Air? Ha <laughs> <laughs> so ha! I was just defending her honor. That's how I ended up here. Um, it made me look at him differently. Another ex-boyfriend, the father of her 17-year-old son, served 10 years in federal prison on drug charges. There you go. There you go. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Continue. Uh, she was fired for undue familiarity in 2004. I do familiarity sounds like fucking. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you are fired for undue familiarity. You can't get fired at Lay's for that. You know. You that was are you unfamiliar with these potato chips? Yeah, that was her baby was her, daddy. Her I mean, baby daddy was in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her baby Tupac daddy. Tupac was there too. That's where Tupac did time. Yep. Yep. Um. Uh, see, uh, after an inmate called her from Rikers and she denied to Probers that she had gotten the call. At least six female guards have been fired or forced out for undue familiarity with prisoners since 2007. Uh, with prisoners, yeah. They having sex with these dudes. Yeah, that's gotta be what that's called for. Including Kimberly Heard, 39, who bore an inmate's love child. Wow. God damn it! Oh! And you know, you know they all black. Damn it. Yolanda Turner Goodwin, 44, who was photographed hugging and kissing a prisoner, and Kadisha Mulgrave, 34, who allegedly sneaked away for a midnight liaison with cop killer Lee Woods in a shower room. Wow. Undue familiarity is... Wow. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'll say this story's pissing me off. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Undue familiarity is legal and it compromise is illegal and it compromises safety and security, said correction spokesman Stephen Morello. But Dickinson said it was so pervasive it'd be difficult to prevent. She once saw a letter from an inmate that graphically recalled his X-rated romp with the officer. It was detailed, she said. Now that's the end of the article. I don't know why they ended it there, but damn. What? Let me ask you this. In high school, in, in, in physical education there was always a male teacher for the boys and a female teacher for the girls mm-hmm. right because it makes sense <laughs> why do they even let women work at a male prison okay and why would they let men work at a female prison well I guess we need men at, <laughs> at 
female prisoner. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Scare Straight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, why? Why? You know, I understand people will say, well, the bottom line is if this had been, if the tables had been turned and this was a female prison where men were doing this, all of those men would be indicted and the women would be looked at as victims. I, I'm almost certain of That's it. That's a good point. Yes, you it know? would be. That not only are, not only almost certain, uh, we read a story like that on here before, mm-hmm. uh, that happened in, uh, like South Carolina, like right up the street from us. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what happened. It was like these men. <laughs> you guys live up the street from a prison? No, it's, it's, uh, well, it's like 30 minutes away in South Carolina, but, um. You say up the street, I'm thinking like the next block over is a prison. I'm like, god damn, what y'all Nah, nah, white people never let prisons be built around their house. Oh no, that's why we stay with them. (laughs) White flight, we right behind them. But you're right though, I just want to say you, we read an article exactly to that point, which was, hey, they raping everybody up there. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm so sorry that that today I've been more on my Dr. Drew thing. I got a bad headache and shit. Up, you know, <laughs> so I know I haven't been as funny as I usually are. Uh, no, man. Uh, First of all, I've had a good time. Second of all, I don't always listen to your podcast to laugh. I mean, it's funny, but you know, I like getting people's insights and shit. Now, you know, sometimes I worry about our podcast not being funny, but a lot of times our listeners say that that's when they, uh, you know, learn the most or they they're interested in hearing our opinions and shit. So. You know, I don't want to downplay that. You definitely carried the show, man. (laughs) I was like, damn, I can't even keep up with him and funny, man. (laughs) (laughs) Man, don't worry about it. That's that's just that uh, that, that trying to be funny gene coming out. You just getting on yourself. I do the same thing. I'll be like, man, this shit wasn't funny. Meanwhile, I remember me and Karen was just a few minutes ago laughing. I couldn't even do what I wanted to say for the next point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think that's a curse of being funny is people always expect you to be funny, like all through life. And I still get that, you know, with with my, you know, people who are close to me because I'm always a life at a party. And it gets to the point where everything I say, they start laughing. I'm like, I wasn't even joking. And they just laugh. They're like, well, you're supposed to make us laugh. Like, that's my lot in life and shit. So, I, you know, I, I'm always apologetic when I'm not funny. So. Nah, don't worry you about it, man. You being funny and, you yes. know, I know that feeling, man. That's the, the other thing that's the worst, though, is when people laugh at you, like like you just said, where you're not being funny. And you <laughs> yeah, just want to be like, what, what the fuck is so funny? Like, yeah. I'm telling you about, you know, why this recession isn't Obama's fault and your ass is exactly. cracking up. <laughs> and they never believe you. Right. They're always waiting for the punchline. Yo, the other, alright, I, I know we gotta wrap this up. But the other thing, too, I hate is when motherfuckers think you're always picking on them or getting over on them. I, I've had so many <laughs> managers, like, get, I had a manager write me up one day for some shit that I wasn't even making a joke. I was, it was like, hey, man, you want me to help you by uh, getting, getting them back tables for you? He's like, that's it! That's it! <laughs> See me in the office. I'm like, what the fuck did I do, Julio? God damn! I'm trying to be a good employee. I can't even be a good employee without being an asshole. Apparently, I'm too sarcastic. <laughs> I guess you are, son. All right, man. So anyway, it's been another episode of Black Out Tips podcast. Yes, of course, it is. follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodgers Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D A T. Follow the hater Rossi. You know what I'm saying. Make sure you follow Shadow Dog Prod P R O D. Yes, he's um, hilarious. Yeah, they sponsored this podcast, Shadow Dog Productions. I will put them. On the website under sponsors, so you guys can check them out. Please do that. Um, and yeah, follow him on Twitter because one, he's funny. Yes, two, he is. he's paying for this fucking show. 
So, you know, y'all help him out by, you know, following him on Twitter. That is an yeah. easy thing to do. And show him love. And shout out to Trojan Scooter for buying, uh, what was it, a uh, Trim, Trim Reaper. Reaper. Yeah, he yes, bought a movie. And he tweeted about it live, too. It's really, really funny. And if you're um, if you're a musician, hit him up, man. Yes. Hit him up. He's telling you, I will work with you. Yes. That's the that is like the, the hood hookup, man. Yes. That is the, the number one thing I love to hear. Yes, if you're unemployed, hey, that's that's the duty. Yeah, time. man. I walk in to get my car worked on and the brother says I'll work with you, that's my nigga for life. I know it's so <laughs> I will be back. <laughs> like, you know what, we could put a used one in there. I'm like, hell give yes. me some doubt. I am down. Go ahead and mark that shit up. I'm cool. But um yeah, make sure you check out the haterazi dot uh, Check out the Haterazzi uh, radio show. And it's not the Haterazzi.com, it's Haterazzi.com. Um, yeah, it's just Haterazzi.com. Yeah, and um, make sure you check out his YouTube uh, t- channel. Um, yes. Like I said, man, just a funny dude, uh, hilarious podcast. We've also got those poignant moments and uh, informative stuff. You know, you can learn out how to how to do a podcast. Because some of y'all might want to get in this podcasting game, too. That's true. You know, maybe you listen to Dan said, the Haterazzi is not that damn funny. I can do this. And you would be wrong, but I'm saying wrong. You, you should give it a try because I, yes. I laugh at bad podcasts as well as good. Ones. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, until next time, of course, uh, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Yeah.